Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of the Cult Popcher podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch or get two extra exclusive podcasts a month, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash cultpopshire. What's up everybody and welcome to the Cult Popshire podcast. My name is AJ and you're about to start listening to the most anticipated films of 2019. Sort of a follow-up to our two-part epic that was the most disappointing films of 2018. And guess what? This, this, this episode, it's even longer than both of those. Not combined, but this is, this one's like nearly three hours or is over three hours i'm not sure yet um anyway there's not going to be too many spoilers or anything for anything in this episode but if for some reason you do want to hear about movies that are coming out specifically there is a time code in the show notes below um this list does not include films that have not come out in new zealand yet uh but technically came out in 2018 so a lot of the oscar front runners um will fall fall into that bracket we won't be talking about them but we will be talking about them in a future podcast uh it also doesn't include films that haven't been announced yet funnily enough we don't actually know enough just yet to know if what what those films are or when they're coming out um and it will also not include just arbitrarily forgotten films that just weren't important enough for us to think to talk about. So uh, don't expect to hear about them, whatever they are. Still haven't looked them up, but yeah. Anyway, here is the episode. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you in three hours for an outro at the end, which won't say a lot. Here it comes. Woo. This is it. This is the most anticipated films podcast. Thank you. That's our brand new intro, uh, which a fan. Mm. Uh, Probably Cop Opch's biggest fan <laughs> made that for us. Yeah. So uh, we are here chatting about our most anticipated films of 2019. So we're going to go through some, uh, some of the major releases and uh, talk about what we think they're going to be like and uh, we'll be pointing out from time to time what our individual most anticipated films are of the year um so because this is going to be a fucking long podcast settle in uh, everyone quickly introduced (laughs) we've got jeremy and aj here as always hey 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 guys and uh we'll crack into it are you sorry aj it's funny because um we recorded the most anti- most disappointed films of 2018 part one and that went too long we're like all right let's do a part two and so we waited a day and then the day after that we recorded part two and released that this has been the same amount of time since we released part two of that as it was between part one and part two so we've essentially gone day on day off day on day off for recording um 
two and a half hour, three separate two and a half hour long podcasts. Yeah. The thing is, guys, I'm detecting a little bit of flatness from both of you. And all I'm going <laughs> to say is that, oh, is that just your normal monotone? Yes. Okay. All right. That's fine. Because I'm, the thing is, I'm flat, Jeremy. I'm going to say 2019 is going to be the best year for films in the last five years. This look, Since 2012. Look, I, I mean, I picked a number out of it. It might be the best year for film of all time. Who knows? Wow. <laughs> Man, honestly, looking at the movies that are coming out, I literally am like, shit, this podcast is going to be five hours long. Because <laughs> oh, there's God. so much okay. to talk about. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, let's crack right into it. And speaking of a crack... Um, I'm on crack right now. Um, yeah, we've got Glass coming out very shortly, yeah. which is mm. the, uh, the finale to M. Night Shyamalan's um, trilogy that started with Unbreakable, continued with Split. Uh, you guys looking forward to this? Is the, or this on anyone's list? Will this be the film to break my drought of not going to see any M. Night Shyamalan movie <laughs> since The Lady in the Water? No, it will not. Wow, okay. really? AJ, you looking forward to this one, mate? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, Split changed my life. <laughs> the, the ending of Split, and just Split in general was a really, really cool movie and had a lot of good ideas on its own merit, but then revealing that it's a sequel to unbreakable is like the funniest twist a director who's known for twists can do he had to wait that long to actually do another good twist yeah is this the best <laughs> use of like a cinematic universe it could be yeah yeah maybe <laughs> uh yeah so yeah i'm really looking forward to this one one thing that's interesting is uh like apparently all the trailers are comprised of like the first 30 minutes of the film you and, hear that a lot with trailers these days, don't you? Yeah, I've heard and, that but, with for a few like, different films. Monite has said that it's uh, it's going to go <laughs> somewhere, or like no, no one sort of has predicted where it's going to go, or like the tone of it, kind of thing. Mm. He uh, would say that though. Yeah, yeah. I think it should. That's good news though. If big, <laughs> if true, because <laughs> that's I think in order to keep this fresh. Because I, part of me wishes we get another twenty years before. Um, we got the third instalment just because there were twenty years between the first and second. Yeah, but who can who can who can predict whether or not Samuel Jackson is going to die? I mean, yeah, really. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and Bruce Willis has done a lot of drugs. Yeah, I'm sure Bruce Willis mm. is one of those guys. He's got skeletons in the closet, and they're getting it out before yeah, the <laughs> Did you guys did you guys watch the roast of Bruce Willis? I watched a bit of it. It was real funny. Because, man, his life does not sound like it's been good for the last, like, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, his fucking movies haven't been good for the last 15 years. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, I mean, I would like to see this movie, but to be honest, I, I can't break my vow of not seeing M. Night Shyamalan movies. I just... And, and I didn't see Split, and I can't see myself right. watching Split before watching this, would so I won't watch this. Would you say an unbreakable vow? Uh, no. Wow. Just, just a vow. Okay. Uh, which which by its very definition is unbreakable. Ooh. Wow. But I guess you'll um you'll probably just hear what we have to say about it. Yeah, that's right. I'll consume M Night Shyamalan through you, which is probably the best <laughs> way. <laughs> All right. Well, next up, uh, Jan 25th. I'm going off American release dates as well, by the way. There's be, there'll be a couple of times when they differ horrendously and I'll I'll point that out. Um but yeah, on Jan 25th we've got The Kid Who Would Be King. Have you seen trailers for this? Oh, I've seen the trailer for this. Going off me talking about how desperate Andy Serkis seemed to me this year, somehow his kid starring in, in a film that does not look that interesting to me just adds to that image of him <laughs> in my Wait, mind of this, him being this Is this Andy Serkis' son? Yeah, Louis Ashbourne Serkis. Oh, that's desperate yeah. nepotism. Is it? Is it directed by him? No, it's a no. Joe Cornish. Yeah. Who oh, that's a good name. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a cool name. That's I like a that strong name. name. Cor- Joe Cornish. Cornish. That's nice. I yeah. have no idea who he is. Um, he, so he directed Attack the Block, um, and then he also like co-wrote Ant-Man and Tintin. So I think yeah. actually The Kid Who Would Be King is his second directed film. Huh. Huh. He also has a from cameo Attack in The Block Day. to The Kid Who Would Be King. That's interesting. But, have um, you seen Attack the Block, Jeremy? No, but I, I, I've heard its reputation. It's yeah, it's a really fun movie. Like, yeah, no, 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 as in it's re- yeah. it's a it's a good movie. I mean, the thing yeah, is, yeah. actually, from what I know about the movie, watching the trailer for a kid who would be king, like that whole kind of you know, kids in the UK kind of you know fighting a battle, all that sort of stuff, yeah. kind of fits. And um, it's but it's an original film as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good. It's a good good example of why we don't need more original films. Yeah, why we just need sequels. <laughs> Another uh, original film I won't see. But, Very uh, good. Speaking of original films, one that you may or may not see. Um, Jan twenty seventh, we have coming to Netflix a film called Velvet Buzzsaw, which is Dan Gilroy's new film. He did uh, Nightcrawler, and it, um, it's going straight to Netflix, and it stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Renee Russo. So, Renee Russo. Yeah. Shivers. She hasn't been in anything for well, she, ages. She was in Nightcrawler as well. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, she was too. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah I, no, I she, didn't see Nightcrawler. So oh, Nightcrawler's great. And I mean, if, if it's anything like that, I'll, I'm, I'll happily check this one out because it's on Netflix, you know. Yeah. You don't have to really. Have, I don't really know what it's about. I don't think they've started their marketing campaign for it yet because, you know, Netflix famously um, <laughs> only starts their marketing campaigns like quite close to the time. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, moving into February, if you're in America, uh, we've got on February 8th, which um, do you guys know anything special about that date? It's, it's uh, a couple of days before my mum's birthday. Yes. And it's my birthday. <laughs> uh, yeah, so February 8th, we've got the Lego Movie 2, the second part. However, if you live in New Zealand, it doesn't come out here till the 11th of April. Oh, good. Yeah. We can be on the pulse with what we thought of that movie. Oh, to be yeah. honest, though, like it. <sighs> I mean, I get. I, I mean, it's a good business decision. You wait, wait until, yeah, wait school, until holidays school holidays when kids can yeah. go. But it's annoying because, uh, like, so Lego Movie Two should be coming out on my birthday, and then also one of my favorite bands, Busted, announced that they're releasing their new album on February eighth, and now they've moved it a week forward to February first. So I was supposed to get a new Lego Movie and a new Busted album on my birthday, and now I'm getting neither. I probably won't even get any presents. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk to you that day. Welcome <laughs> to adulthood. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, yeah, so Lego Movie Two. This is this is on my most anticipated list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, the the trailers, are like even though they've lost Lord and Miller, I think they're st- they're still producers. Um, they it looks to have very similar tone and yeah. and voice behind it. And mm. like this, the second trail they released um, just cracked me up. When this when that little cute star gets stuck in the door, the, the it's heart. Like, it's a, it's, oh, it's a star. Yeah. yeah, it's a star. And he goes. Oh, this is so cold. It's like, it's so fun. I actually got a laugh earlier than that. I was like, good morning, sewer children. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on to your fronds, Planny. I just <laughs> loved it, man. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, um, you and I actually went and saw the original Lego movie together. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. It was a seminal experience for me, AJ. <laughs> I just remember talking to you about after and, and like us coming to terms with the fact we'd just seen a perfect film and it was yeah. the Lego movie. <laughs> like yeah. I, I love the first Lego movie. I think that it's such a good movie. And that's that's really where the, the only kind of um, uh, reservations I have about the sequel are coming from is just like, I just don't think it can match 
the, the the heights of the first one, but maybe it will. You know, let's have hope. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, uh, who knows? It could be another Toy Story franchise where just everything is good, mm. everything is awesome. No, mm. I specifically did not say <laughs> where that. everything is fine. <laughs> Everything's just fine. Okay, no need to talk about it further. It's all good. Just fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I, I, I think like this could have gone either way, but the trailers have sold me on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Feb 14th, uh, which you guys may know as Valentine's Oh, right? shit. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, a romantic amongst us. Uh, yeah. We've got uh, a leader battle angel, which we spoke about <laughs> in the last um, most anticipated podcast, but because it, it was supposed due to come out mid-year, then it got pushed to December. Now it's been pushed to February 14th. Uh, any, any new thoughts since we last spoke about this? I didn't realize that this had Christoph Waltz in it. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, did you realize it hit Christoph Waltz? I did not. Um, I I'm so, I could not be less interested in a movie and what in one that I'll probably see. Right, yeah. <laughs> like I just uh, the I I still don't buy into the will make her eyes really big just like the anime idea. Yeah. I kind of wish they didn't do that. Yeah, see, I don't mind it. Um, but yeah, I I as I said last time, like I, I want Robert Rodriguez to have a win. Mm. I want him to have like this seminal film that he's made instead um, of as you know just another Spy Kids or Shark Boy in Love yeah. movie or El Mariachi. Mm. I'm really fine with him just sucking. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I don't think like he's really. I think he's a really talented director. Like in terms, like he just I, has a really bad agent. <laughs> I once spoke to um to my tutor at broadcasting school about um Robert Rodriguez versus Quentin Tarantino, and he said. I would rather work on a Tarantino film, but I'd rather have Robert Rodriguez working on my film mm. because he's like, like he's he's like technically like really good. Like he can like shoot, edit, score everything, and direct. Whereas Tarantino's like real good dialogue and directing. Yeah. And so it's like I'd rather be in the presence of Tarantino doing his work. But well, I want, all that's saying is that me. like I'd rather have Robert Rodriguez as a dog's body doing all the stuff I don't want to do on my own movie. <laughs> yeah, because he's like because he can do all the stuff. Yeah, exactly. But that's Tarantino's actually got the talent as a director. Or just direct your own movie, Richard. <laughs> uh, and then February fourteenth, we've also got um, a new addition to my most anticipated list of the year, uh, which is Happy Death Day to You. Happy Death Day. <laughs> um, to did you. either of you guys see the original? No, it's real good. Like you. Uh, yeah, it's it's just such a charming, nice little film. Like, just chuck it on one afternoon, and you'll have a great time. And it's also like it's Do I have impossible to be in the room while it's on. Do I have to be in the room while it's on for it? No, to you work? don't have to be in the same city. Oh right, okay. Cool. Um, Sweet. but yeah, like just know that it's playing somewhere. <laughs> It's, and it'll warm the cockles of your heart. <laughs> it's like impossible to watch that movie and not develop a crush on the lead actress. Mm. She's just challenge accepted. <laughs> How old is she? Um, she's twelve. <laughs> no, she's like I don't know, mid twenties, whatever. But um, yeah, she like is just like one of the most like insanely likable actresses and performances you'll see. And uh, the second one just looks like more of the same kind of fun. It's interesting though. Like the you remember the trailer for the original one? It has. So it's like a, a Groundhog Day type situation of her repeating the day. And every time she's woken up by 50 cents in, um, in the club as her ringtone. But they couldn't actually afford that song for the film. So it's just this like ringtone about it being your birthday. But the trailer for the second one uses in the club again. <laughs> so it's like, I wonder if they're going to like retcon it and put it back in or what. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm really excited for it. So, and you guys can't, um, can't. I, I always wanted to watch the first one, but then I never did. 
Yeah, no, I'd actually recommend it. I, I just, yeah, I just chucked it on one day and I was like, that was delightful. Lovely. Um, now, they got the Lego movie, but we, we've already had, this is already out here. Um, 3rd of Jan, we got How to Train Your Dragon 3, but it doesn't come out in the States until February 22nd. Suck so on suck that, on USA. Yeah, yeah you, you get- Finally, you guys you've got get, something to be disappointed about in your country. Yeah, <laughs> you guys get the Lego movie 2 before us, but we get How to Train Your Dragon, the one I'm not going to see of those two films. Yeah, the one I Jedi don't care about. Butler. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you, uh, do you guys follow the- how to change dragon franchise I've, 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 it's, I've never purposely followed it but I have actually seen all of them yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've always enjoyed them as well yeah I've heard they're real good I fell asleep during the first one I've never seen the other one yeah and actually this one looks the visuals of this one look absolutely incredible like I that's mm. one thing that you really do get from the how you train how to train your dragon series how you train your dragon how, look how I don't know how you train your dragon <laughs> <laughs> But in this house, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, the thing is, if I if I had more disposable income and more freedom over how I spent it these days, I would definitely go. No, it's more like M night. Um, Not very nice. If this, if this was like a, a wacky AM radio show, whenever Jeremy would mention his wife, would go. Every time, every time. All right, we need AJ, to get a you need soundboard. To clip, you need to clip that that yeah. little that little audio of you saying that, and then add it in every time. All right, that's your I job. think it peaked, so that's just something we're going to have to deal with every time. <laughs> there's a, um, apparently, there's like a new podcasting, like all-in-one little board, and it's got like um, nine, I think, programmable buttons. We need to get that. There's one like- of them. A- <laughs> And another one, Malath. Malath. Oh my gosh. We don't need the box. We've got you. You're our box. Um, anyway, yeah. I think Hidden World looks good. It, it, like, it's funny. <laughs> the- sorry. I don't want to. I'm just still laughing at the. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's the combination. It's sorry, the quick I don't thinking. Want to move on. It's the quick thinking of both the whoopush and the my wife just straight off like, oh, that's comedy. That's comedy. <laughs> Thank you for analysing that for our listeners oh. who probably weren't able to tell that for themselves. No. All right, continue. Um, but yeah, the thing with the How to Train Your Dragon series is that they are really enjoyable while you're in it and immediately forgettable as soon as you've left. And I forget about them until the next one comes out and I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of enjoyed that one. Yeah, so what are, we, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I forgot oh, we were even shit. talking about it. Now, yeah. that is comedy. The, <laughs> the, um, the How to Train Your Dragon, it's by by all accounts, it's like a perfect trilogy. Yeah. Like, they've all got, like, even the third, the, the early reviews for the third one are, like, super positive. Yeah. But for some reason, despite the fact that Richard and I have pledged our lives to, you know, dissecting what makes a good franchise, I have no interest in seeing how well, the fa- I think the reason, one of the reasons you, kn- you have no interest in it is because you know that at some point you'll be forced to do it. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, yeah. you know what? I'll get around to it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't need exactly. to chase it down myself. Yeah. How yeah. to Train Your Dragon 3 currently has 100% on Ron Tomatoes. Still. Yeah. And that's amazing, dude. It's from, higher than eight, how many of the audience reviews. want to see it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. From eight reviews, whereas um, 46,000 people have said they want to see it. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, first of March, we've got a very important film for AJ and I. I'm talking, of course, about a Medea family funeral. <laughs> the last ever Medea film. The last ever? Yeah. He's retiring the character. Wow. <laughs> I hope she's the person the funeral is for. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Imagine they killed off Medea, eh? Well, if he, he wants to make sure it's the last one. Mm. No, nah, he won't. 
you be like, oh, she's she'll be back one day. Or she'll be back. Don't worry about it. I'm really pr- <laughs> I'm really proud of the fact that I've never seen a Medea film. Well, I'm I proud of you have. too. <laughs> like, if I had this stupid podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure we'll watch it at some point, AJ. Yeah, we have to. Um, I have to have seen every Medea film. Yeah, I don't want there being ones out there that I haven't seen. Uh, but then supposedly March 1st, we're also getting Chaos Walking, which is the, it's like a young adult um, film uh, with Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley starring. It looks really interesting. Well, there's like no marketing out for it yet. And What's it it's supposedly coming out in like six weeks. So I Chaos don't think walking. that's going to happen. It's, um, it, it's Charlie Kaufman wrote it. It's, it's from, serious? Well, it's, wow. it's, it's from a novel. Yeah. Um, so it's a YA novel and it's like, you know, it's interesting after our comments about mortal engines and like the YA dystopias. Um, but yeah, about a, a young man living on a colony in another planet who believes that all women have been killed by a virus until he <laughs> meets a mysterious girl who may hold the key to the planet's secrets. Um, <laughs> and Charlie but- Kaufman wrote it. Well, he, he's like one of the writers. One of- that that is the most exciting thing about every that movie. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, Mads Mikkelsen, David Iyelowo, and Cynthia Erivo. Yeah, sure, but- all of those like Charlie Kaufman writing it is the most. Yeah, okay. All, all, I, I like think that's a fascinating cast. All yeah, but but a cast can be in a bad movie, right? Yeah, like look at Cloverfield <laughs> Paradox or Passengers. Yeah. yeah, whereas Kaufman very rarely has strikeouts. So. Yeah, but, I think it's a really interesting premise as well. Yeah, but I, no way that film comes out on March first. You know, reckon? <laughs> no. they haven't marketed it at all, right? They haven't like it's not a real. There's no poster. There's no trailer, and it's supposed to come out in six weeks. Um, mm. Yeah, that'll get moved. Guarantee it. Oh, how much do you want to bet? Ten thousand dollars. I bet you ever appearing on this podcast again. <laughs> 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 I will not take that. <laughs> Damn it. Um, all right. Okay. March 8th. First big one to talk about Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think? There was a new um, trailer released uh, yesterday or this morning that was, or whenever you last week when you listened to this. Two um, years ago. That was, uh, yeah, like, so they, there was two trailers and it, no one was really that hyped about it. A lot of people were like, she needs to smile more because I'm a sexist piece of shit. Um, <laughs> And that's the so many I, people said that. That's it was the crazy. kind of thing I say to women. Um, but then this one, uh, it's only like a minute and a half long, but it really, uh, it kind of showed off a, the fact that she has a character a bit more. It's, yeah, it showed off the scope of who Captain Marvel is and is going to be, yeah, I think. she's a bit sassy, a bit snarky. And, and can you see her powers? Jokes and- and, yeah, you see uh, the scrolls transforming, which is really cool. Jude Law has some lines in it. Jude Law, man. I'm not excited about him. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, AJ, yeah, because well, you famously weren't very hyped for Black Panther. Do you think this is going to be a similar kind of potentially? Um, um, I'm about as hyped for. I don't know. Actually, you know what? The fact that it's set in the '90s is the thing that excites me most. I think that's what I'm into the most about Captain Marvel. That's why I'm excited for it. Is because we don't get a lot of '90s set period pieces, and no, uh, I think that's honestly, really really cool. Look, the next two or three years, everything is going to be set in the '90s, and the 90s- I welcome it. Oh, I'm just I'm already over it like yeah, well, all the you're not, is the you're 90s. not a nice kid so you won't get this what's that you're not a 90s kid so <laughs> hey, you can't like this I had my you best years it. in the 90s man it's all downhill from 2000 um didn't you yeah, get married I- last year oh man 
Um, so she'll never listen to this, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so yeah, Captain Marvel, uh, I reckon it's probably going to be similar to Black Panther. I, I, I think this one's probably going to have more um, like of the vocal backlash from the, the vocal minority being like, oh, she's a woman, fucking, uh, like, rather than... First you make a black superhero, now a female one? No! Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What, I, don't, like, I like, don't actually think there's going to be that much of a... Well, because th- th- there's always going to be a small like, part of society that's like, you can't have black people in movies, you can't have women in movies. Like, but th- 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 I, that part of society still exists. I just think it's going to be bigger for um, Cat and Marvel. Oh, because I, just, I, I think I think that the, re- the reception's going to be a bit more lukewarm to Cat and Marvel. It might still be in the 90s on Rotten Tomatoes kind of thing, but I think just the you cannot match the cultural phenomenon that was Black Panther. And I think that... The that's going to allow the kind of bigots to be a little bit more vocal. But I mean, we've already had Wonder Woman. Like, yeah, people weren't happy about. It. Well, I don't know. It was pretty much universally applauded yeah, and received. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. freaking loved it. The thing, the problem is that with social media, all that like all that journalists have to do is just search for you know Captain Marvel on yeah. Twitter and then find like the two backwater rednecks who are like oh, I don't like this movie and they put them in an article and say there's a sexist backlash to Captain Marvel and yeah. it's just like no there isn't really well and because yeah the, the thing they also can do that to um to like find any negative reviews of the film that are about her like the fact that it's a woman and then be like this is why people don't like the film. Don't find any like actual. I mean, like I'm sure, Kadima. I'm actually anticipate it being great. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. It looks but, so good. Yeah, pulling up um, like sexist and racist reviews makes as it look proof like of there the are fact no that other. We are nowhere near as like far forward in appreciating yeah, this kind of film it, it, as we actually are. For them, it's furthering the narrative that the film is great, and the only reason people aren't liking it is because they're racist. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing that frustrates me as well is that there are genuine criticisms of things like Ghostbusters and stuff. Like, oh, 2016, yeah. and it's just like it just generally wasn't a, a very funny movie. I was very happy for it to be an excellent movie with a female cast, like yeah. I hoped it would be. But then people were like, "Oh, you just you know, people who don't like it only don't like it because it had women in it." And it's just like, well, I think it's possible. Possible to, it's that whole thing of you know like true equality has been um, achieved when you can actually say something that was produced by a minority is actually terrible and it is you know and and people don't yeah, yeah. think it's just because you're racist. We always go these places, don't we? I know. We're, we're- it's it's kind of become part of the the cold popcha flavor though. Like I like <laughs> it. I think it's a cool conversation to keep keep as a through line to keep bringing up. <laughs> I think like what was cool about watching the Captain Marvel trailer today is that I was just like. Hell yeah, she looks awesome. Like mm. it just, you know, I wasn't yeah. until this conversation. I hadn't even really thought about like, oh, this is a big moment for a woman. It was just like this movie looks really great, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I, I, it was also interesting. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but this morning, um, or there was an interview with Samuel Jackson was released where he talks about how she's the most powerful character in the Marvel universe, and he goes, "Well, I mean, she's the only one that can time travel." Oh my gosh! Um, so a she's not. Um, yeah, I was just like, "Come on, Sam Jackson." Yeah, no, no. But um, B, like, yeah, I mean, if she can time travel, like, that kind of just there goes Avengers Endgame. Like, <laughs> yeah. she, she just fix it. It um, is a really cool time for Captain Marvel to be coming out. I really, I really relish the placement of it in between the two Avengers parts. Mm. Um, I think it's it's a good excuse to do, like, the fact that the post credit sequence of Infinity War ends with him calling her. 
that's why you put that movie here that's why it's a prequel like it's justified it's placing and mm. it's time setting in my in my and eyes. I, I also um i note that this is the first movie that we've talked about in 2019 that will have one of 2019's big trends um which is de-aging older actors to play their young roles mm which I am not looking forward to. Yeah, AJ's apparently like seems to have a very keen eye for this. Yeah, I'm I'm very I have never seen a de-aged actor because it's been happening for maybe 3 years now and I've never seen a de-aged actor that I couldn't tell was de-aged. Yeah. And the oh, problem, the, the, the problem is that the, the, the de-aging really actors good. that we know what they look like currently, so you're always going to be able to tell. Well, not mm. even well, not only that, but we know what they looked like in the 90s. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of helpful for them because it's easier to not just be like, oh, what would Sam Jackson have looked like, you know, 20 years ago? We can actually just be like, here's footage of him 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. 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 But I, I, yeah, I hope this isn't something that just where they're like, oh, let's just actually get this older person to play a 25 year old. It's like physically, they're just not going to be able to do it if they're like in their 70s. Mm. The trailers do look pretty good, though. It's interesting. They're, fo- they're focusing a lot more on Sam Jackson than Coulson. Because I think Coulson has got, is a little bit not quite there, but I've, I've Samuel Jackson, I think, is well, pretty Samuel good. Well, because Samuel Jackson, like, he's doesn't actually look as old as he is. Yeah. Black you know, don't like, crack. He's, he's actually pretty old, and he's just, you know, you know black don't crack. Yeah. Black don't crack. All speaking right. of crack. Um, speaking of black, we've got uh, March 15th. Uh, we've got Jordan Peele's new film, Us. Holy crap. So this I put this on my most anticipated. so good. This is definitely like right at the top of my most anticipated. Yeah. yeah same. And I'm not even yeah. a, a horror fan. Like I yeah, pretty much became I. a horror fan because of Get Out and then continued with A Quiet Place. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm you, really know, you know why though, Jeremy? It's because for the first time in your lifetime, horror movies are good. <laughs> yeah, well, and they're not it just like sort of, they're not just relying on like cheap jump scares. Yeah, and- there's, there's a revival of it, man. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's also like the I've talked about it in the past, but like the the golden age of the mid budget movie. Yes, where it's like you're not just having to like saws like you know made for like nothing. Yeah, and then um, you know you're not having to sink heaps into it. Um, but yeah, these like these nice little movies where they've got a really interesting voice behind the camera, like Jordan Peele, John Krasinski, mm-hmm. um, but who aren't you know aren't going to cost an arm or a leg to get yeah. in front of and have to do these A-list stars. They, they were able to get the sort of minimum amount of money they need to see their vision through. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I think Us looks great. I, like it's one of those movies where I watched the trailer once and I was like, cool, yeah, looks good. I don't really, I'm not going to watch anything again, no. probably, because I've kind of forgotten the premise. I know there's like doubles of them, but um, yeah, I mean, that's all I need to go see it. Yeah. Mm. I, I Just the way that they, it's like this, oh yeah. I, I No, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about it because I think it's better to just like leave it because let be surprised. But Lupita Nyong'o, I love watching her and stuff. And so I'm really glad that there's another movie where she's like a main character because like I haven't really seen anything of her in a while. And so it's very cool to see her yeah. back in, like a, in a big role. Pretty cool. Like as soon as um, T'Challa got dusted, Mbaku just moved upon his girl. That's right. <laughs> it's a Black Panther joke. If you're familiar with the cast of both films, um, yeah, oh, yeah. This is this will this will be good. It'll be interesting to see if this is like Oscar buzz again, or if it was like just because of the explosion that Get Out made. I've so I've watched the trailer quite a few times because I've shown people it, and yeah. all I can say is that this looks like the most amount of flavor 
being injected into any film coming out that I've seen so far. The, mm. like the trailer for it so or whatever for in 2019 and yeah. i love me a, a really a really uh thick directorial voice you know in my film i really i really love that kind of stuff so yeah yeah it's just it's just awesome and i love the fact that he rejected all these opportunities to um he, he rejected all these opportunities to do bigger things for studios because he was like nah i want to do this original story mm. after get out yeah, but it's interesting that like now his like his name he went from being one Comedy. half of Key and Peel yeah. to being like a really powerful name to put like like Get Out as oh no sorry Black Klansman is like from Spike Lee and Jordan Peel yeah and that's like holy shit this must be good yeah um which is crazy that and and now he's like he's producing a Twilight Zone he, he's going to be the narrator of it the Twilight Zone reboot wow. um but yeah so. He's got he's got a really really exciting career, and I think we're all looking forward. Studios to Studios love a crossover, but yeah, I imagine his third film. He said he wants to do like a gargoyles film, as in the old yeah <gasps> yeah Avalon. So there may be in like three years' time that I'll be now <laughs> most anticipated. But yeah, so man, um, I love that TV show. Holy crap, I haven't thought about <laughs> that in so long. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So and also it's all original film, uh, but what's not an original film? <laughs> Hell yeah. God, I'm nailing these sequels. Um, <laughs> is uh, March 29th, we've got Dumbo, the li- next li- one of three live action, quote unquote live action, um, remakes we've got coming out this year. Disney remakes. Disney Disney ones, yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Uh, it's probably, I don't know, I'm not looking that for, I'll see it, but I don't have a lot of attachment to Dumbo, the original, and this, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm more excited about other Disney remakes coming out this yeah. year than this one. Yeah, I, I think this one benefits because the other two are Aladdin and Lion King. Spoilers for the rest of the podcast. But um, <laughs> is it the first time you've like spoiled the podcast? <laughs> um, We've spoiled yeah. it many times, Jeremy. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this one is uh, it's similar to the Jungle Book, where it's kind of got in, in some ways it's got the the widest net because like the you know, it's got the freest rain because the original is so long ago it's so short that you're able to inject so much more into it whereas like a land and lion king people are like just give me a shot for yeah, shot yeah, remake you can't touch or that. nothing like yeah, you know yeah um so i think yeah and it's got a good cast um you got uh yeah, eva I'm, green and dumbo yeah oh. eva green um, michael Pete, keaton danny devito michael keaton yeah. colin farrell i i just love that it's michael keaton and danny elephant. devito back with tim burton that's pretty awesome yeah yeah, yeah. T- totally and, yeah, and he's basically playing the same character from Big Fish as well. I, I know what you mean, um, Richard, in saying that it's got the 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 most room to move in its property, and that's why, even though it's of the three live action Disney reimaginings we're getting this year, it's the one I'm least looking forward to watching. But it could easily be the best one of the three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, actually, that does remind me. Um, I was going to bring this up at the, at the start of the podcast, but there was a tweet a few days ago. I've I've since been able to, I'm able to unable to find it again, but it was Did deleted, and it was from an industry insider being like, "There's a film coming out next year, like a, from a major studio that is like so bad that you'll like, and it was some hype, like you know, you'll you'll wonder like." who's calling the shot something like that, how that, like, it could have happened yeah like how how a film could possibly be made this bad and get to release so as we go through this I'd, if there's if there's ever a, a film that you guys think that could be the one that was talking like, about let's make a prediction yeah which yeah, film is going to be like 
fucking just what is going to be 2019's Holmes and Watson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've already got a prediction for it, which, but we'll get to okay, that. It's Dumbo. I predict it. Um, well, yeah, because I saw like um, there was a thread a wee while ago that was like, "Hey, does anyone else think that Dumbo is going to be f- like Disney's first major misfire?" I think so. I think they've had misfires before. Well, like with the um, the live action remakes, yeah, because right, all okay. the live action remakes have been pretty safely. I mean, Beauty and the Beast wasn't creatively like a. Re- like You're just a- saying that because it had a homosexual character featured prominently. <laughs> Jeremy, Gosh. why is this always the theme? It's like baiting each other into bigotry. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite a safe way to talk about bigotry, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm going to officially no. Um, but um, no, uh, what was I even saying? Oh, yeah, creatively, it wasn't really very exciting. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like Cinderella was just absolute magic. Yeah, yeah, I'd the say, writing on that was just I'd beautiful. Say, Don't you I'd say Jungle Book was yeah, also yeah. really, really successful, like just in terms of capturing what the original movie had. I, I really like the Jungle Book live action remake. Yeah. Probably yeah. not anymore after we <laughs> did it for the podcast. But when I saw it at the time, I was like, I prefer this to the cartoon, at least in terms of story. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, so Dumbo looks batshit. Uh, so the, the actual original Dumbo is batshit crazy. Like it's actually mental. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that this movie actually has a chance to, they're obviously trying to do more of a story um and although i probably wouldn't want to go see it um given my wife's reaction to the trailer (laughs) i am gonna have to go see it um because it's probably her most anticipated movie of the year um (laughs) Uh, yeah i think as well that like this is i'm glad like tim burden's a great choice for it and that's uh, true we haven't talked about that i'm really excited for this sort of stage of tim burden's career i didn't see miss pellegrine's home for whatever um, but like now that he's <laughs> home for whatever now that he's like split with Helena Bottom Carter and I guess he's like overworking with Johnny Depp that thank God because like his best fi- I mean like my, my, one of my favorite films of all time is Big Fish which has Tim Burton all over it but it's like it was made in the middle of his Johnny Depp collaborations and it's it was like his only one in this period of like 10, 15 years that didn't have Johnny Depp in it. And then his first film after his split with Helena Bomb Carter was Big Eyes, which like no one saw, but it was real good. Yeah, well, got Academy Award nominated. Well, like barely, I think. But yeah, it was like, it wasn't like Best Picture or anything like that. I right. think it got a couple of nominations. But yeah, that was that was a really fun film. Um, and I can just- comfortably say that Big Fish is Tim Burton's best film. Yeah. I, I, at me. Do it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Hundred percent, his best film. I've had people come up to me and they like talk about films like, oh, you know, what kind of directors like? And they're like, oh, Tim Burton. I'm su- I'm such a massive Tim Burton fan. I'm like, oh man, Big Fish is great. And they're like, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and it's like that's happened on more than one occasion. But yeah, and then I would say, at, like, feel free to at me. But his best Joe Depp collab- collaboration is Edward, not sure. Edward Scissorhands. Um, yeah. Yeah. So cool. and and that's another one where I go, oh, their best collaboration is Edward, and they go, oh, Scissorhands. I'm like, no, no, there's a film called Edward. You probably haven't seen it because I know more than you. Um, but yeah, Dumbo. I I actually think it's going to be quite good. Nice. Yeah, yep, could be. Jeremy, you had a film you wanted to bring up. Really oh yeah, um, there's a movie coming out in March on March 22nd called Greyhound. Um, that's basically a World War Two movie um, where Tom Hanks is starring as the captain of the naval ship Greyhound, which is basically it's like a pursuit across the Atlantic Ocean by German U-boats, um, and he's with like 36 
allied ships and he's kind of like the leader of that group of ships trying to avoid um being destroyed by the u-boats um i mean i just yeah i love tom hanks and it's got elizabeth shoe who i love as well and hasn't i haven't seen her in anything for a while the shoe elizabeth shoe who like back i was had a massive crush on her from the saint that movie with val kilmer like i just was like She's amazing. By the way, The Saint. I love that movie. Anyway, um, so I only wanted to bring up Greyhound because I want to talk about The Saint. No, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I just that actually. Yeah. I don't know that it's the kind of movie that I will go see with my dad when I'm down for Easter, and like, I it's just going to be great. I'm really going to enjoy yeah. seeing it with my Tom dad. Tom Hanks and War are real good dad movies. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Tom Hanks and War and Chuck Spielberg in there as well. You've got. Winning combo. Well, Chuck, unfortunately, Chuck that's not actually Spielberg, yeah. but hey, it's a shame. But um, it's Aaron Schneider. So April fifth, we've got another film that's quite exciting, a big release, um, and it, it, apparently, it's said to be the best DC film since The Dark Knight. I'm talking about Shazam. Shazam. Um, this is one of my most anticipated films of 2019. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I look. I am by no means. A DC apologist. Uh, I think people who make memes about how Marvel fanboys cry when Aquaman comes out is like laughable because I Marvel aren't paying us, but Marvel films are just better than DC films. Yeah, I, I like this. I saw <laughs> well, a meme currently anyway. That was yeah, I yeah. saw a meme that was like about um like Marvel panicking, being like, "Oh, we barely made it out alive um, because Aquaman was so good." And it's like Marvel made like billions of dollars last year. I think they'll be <laughs> across fine, like but- three films yeah. that were actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the one? There was a picture of um, Heath Ledger's Joker, and it said, um, "The these are the heights that Marvel still haven't been able to get to." And then the first reply was, "Yeah, but neither can DC." <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's true. So I believe I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I Shazam, irrespective of it being DC or whoever, it just looks like my kind of movie. Uh, I've, I'm sure I've said on the podcast before that I love like a good fish out of water character arc, mm. um, and a 12 year old boy who's put into the body of a superhero is like a Tom very Hanks exciting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah a, it's it's a very exciting concept to me. Big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, I remember when um, this movie was being cast and John Cena's name was floating around for Shazam mm. and then they revealed it was Zachary Levy and everyone was like, oh, I was hoping John Cena. And I was like, that's amazing casting. Yeah. Yeah. Zachary Levy's a man-child. Yeah, like, that's like amazing. cast a man-child and beef them up. Yeah, yeah. And he'll and be I, so funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. like um, Chris Pratt would have been amazing for this if he wasn't already- um, Sure, yeah. And if he wasn't already Star-Lord. Yeah, mm. um, I think this is this is going to be if th- this movie has to do a few things to be as good as it could be. I think though, um, one thing that it doesn't look like is happening in the trailer that I'd like to have seen more. And this you can see other people talking about this as well as the kid who's playing the young version of is it Billy Billy, Billy Batson Billy Batson the young Billy Batson and the old Shazam version of Billy Batson. They don't seem like they're the same character. A little bit. I think that, that I hope they they put a bit more effort into making them look like the same person. Um, or not look, but seem like the same person, yeah. I should say. Apparently, we haven't seen the um, the proper suit as well. It's still got CG work to be done on. Oh, right. I think, I just think that um, uh, I really like the character of his foster brother. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. from, what they've, from what we've shown in the... Um, 
in the in the trailer i just think he's like this is the most this is the most marvel dc have allowed themselves to be and i think that's a really good thing like mm. in terms of actually having fun with the characters doing humor right like yeah. it's yeah it looks really good i also i would say as well the other thing i think would be really cool if they got right is if this was like eighth grade level of being accurate to what kids are like these mm. days that'd be amazing like in the trailer you see um zachary levy flossing and i was like that's awesome <laughs> like he's, and he's doing he's doing a, a good you know a good floss so like that's that's like if they can if they can uh walk the line of being accurate but not how do you do fellow kids then i think this will be a really really fun and cool and, and hilarious movie yeah so Looking forward to Shazam. Uh, same day, we've got three releases that day. Um, we've also got the Pet Cemetery remake. That looks awesome. The trailer for that looked. It's got John Lithgow in it. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched like, the trailer. I haven't watched the trailer either. But I just saw that it's got with John Lithgow, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the trailer, he's like, I can't remember anything about it other than at the end when it like cuts to black, you just hear John Lithgow in his amazing, amazing voice go. Sometimes dead is better. And it's like, ah, chills, what a good one. So is this your, on your most anticipated list? I forgot about it until now, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just, I love John Lithgow so much, You're such an anticipation man. whore. You're like, yeah, I'll anticipate <laughs> that, sure. Uh, it's true. Well, can you go three for three on April 5th? How much mm-hmm. are you anticipating Farmageddon, a Shaun the Sheep movie? Mate, I couldn't tell you how much I'm anticipating this film. This is my most anticipated of 2019. <laughs> I'm holding you to that for our most disappointing podcast. <laughs> my my exposure to Shaun the Sheep as a, as an intellectual property has been very limited. So I'll, I'll yeah. go see Farmageddon with with barely any other influence from. Well, like I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll be talking about it at, on our most disappointed next year and be like, look, I'm not a Shaun the Sheep guy, but I love this. One. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently the first one's real good, and I mean I love Wallace and Gromit, so. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. April twelfth, another big kind of release. We recently got our first look at this Hellboy. This trailer was real fucking weird. I didn't watch it for like three or four days, but I had heaps of people commenting, like seeing comments, being like, what "The fuck is this?" Yeah, I'm calling first big dud of the year, Hellboy. Yeah. Do you reckon this yeah. could be the film that's like so bad? Yeah, actually, totally, totally. I'm gonna put my money on that. Mm. It's got. Mm. I mean. The the really good thing they've done is use David Harbour. For sure. Like, yeah. he, like, to replace, um, is it Ron Perlman? Perlman Ron, yeah. I mean, Ron Perlman is such a, such a hard visual, like, person to replace. Well, you just get Will Ferrell. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think David Harbour has, like, that sort of, that presence on screen where you, he's just like, like, big. Um, yeah. In, in a way that's not, like, in, like, like muscly big it's just kind of like brawn um, yeah that's kind and of I, off-putting the the ron perlman version looks quite cartoony in comparison to this version as well but the main thing that like the, when this was announced that they were making it it was touted as like the dark um true to the comics version to as opposed to the um del toro films which are quite light and cartoony um in comparison or at least humorous and, and comedic but the trailer it just it just looked like they couldn't get ron perlman back like it mm. just it just it looks so similar to the other movies that 
it's not different enough for me to be like, all right, here's a different take on the character. It just looks like the same thing. It yeah. looks comedic and it looks silly. Like, give me a dark It looks like a third movie in the trilogy yeah. where they couldn't get the guy back. So, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like visually a lot less interesting as well. Mm. Um, yeah, right. A few um, few original movies we've got. Same day as Hellboy, we've got Missing Link, the new Leica film about the, um, the like, they find the missing link and he's... Um, you know, like a, like a Sasquatchy kind of yeah, character, yeah. and they dress him up and um, AJ yeah. pick me up. <laughs> it doesn't look very interesting at all. Which yeah. it's both Ardman and Leica, like two animation companies that I'm like I, I'm real into. Do Early Man and then Missing Link, two films, one of which I didn't see and will never see, and the other one which I'm like oh, I'm not going to see that. And they're bizarrely about similar concepts as well. What else? But, it, like, what else has Leica done? Uh, Kubo, Coraline. Oh no, I don't like anything like it does. What the hell? Have you seen Kubo and the I Two Strings? No, sorry, that's actually very a very good point. I have not, and I'm pretty sure I will love it if I see it. Yeah. It's re- it's real quality. But yeah, I did and not so, like same Coraline director as Bumblebee. Uh, what about like um, Box Trolls? Do you see that? Yeah, I didn't see that. I just don't like their animation style. Right, the the stop I find motion it hard to watch. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. All right. Well, I could actually, but yeah, Paranorman not. was the other film we've done. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, uh, then we've got Thunder Road, April eighteenth. You know about this film, AJ? That's the guy that he posted all over Reddit. Um, and it's like this guy he like wrote, directed, and stars in it. And it's just like this one guy did it, and then it won like some award. Chris White's mentioned it on the interview we did, but Jim Cummings. Yeah. What's it about? Um, it's like this guy whose wife dies, and it's it's basically like Tommy Wiseau without bad acting. It's like this one guy mm. that's like low budget, made it all himself, but it's getting real good reviews. Oh yeah, and and Chris and Chris White said he's yeah. like it's he's super talented. I'm yeah. really excited for him. Yeah, it was like we were talking about when we talking about the um, what do you wanted what what advice would you have for an upcoming for Sony wants to make films? He's like just do it. Like this guy Jim oh, Cummings yeah. won uh, like South by Southwest or something like that. Is it the same um, Jim Cummings who voices Winnie the Pooh? No, it's not. <laughs> Is it the same I, Jim Cummings who plays the butler on uh, Downton Abbey? Because <laughs> I wanted to ask Chris White's if it was the Winnie the Pooh guy, but I was oh, like... it's not. I could have thought it. He's like 80, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I know. But, um, it's an absurd idea that it would be, but they both have the same name. Yeah. And how often do celebrities have the same name? Or but he, um, celebrities, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, this guy like posted all over Reddit being like, hey... I've like just made a film and here's a poster for it and all the stuff. And it went, like shot to the top of our movies because everyone was so supportive of them. They, which is weird because when we post our podcast, they're like, don't post your own stuff. Um, sure, it's not the same thing. But um, uh, April 19th, uh, there's a film called Under the Silver Lake, which sort of just edged out of my most anticipated list. It, it's because this was supposed to come out like mid last year. There was a trailer released for it and then it got pushed and apparently it's quite messy and, and hasn't got like, I'm pretty sure it's a you can buy it like on digital um, because it got released in France. Like they didn't push the release date in France or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, it came out like a year ago there, but I I'm quite interested about this. This, this, this it's like a, um, it's like a neo noir starring, Andrew Garfield, but it kind of looks like one of those he's kind of creating the mystery for himself, or as he's like going too deep when there's kind of nothing there. It, it looks quite intriguing. Yeah, and it's a cool title as well. It is it's already cool got it's already got a Rotten Tomatoes score though. Yeah, fifty four percent. Yeah, 
But apparently that's more because it's like divisive, not because it's not very good. Oh, but right. I've ha- I have heard it's not very good though. The the old Rotten Tomatoes catch twenty two. <laughs> mm. Um. All right. April twenty sixth. The big one. I think it's coming out April twenty fifth. Here we get a day early. Anzac Day. Support our troops by going to see <laughs> Avengers Endgame. If it comes out on Anzac Day, you don't even need to get a day off work to go see it, Richard. Well, I, I, I no, but the yeah, movies the won't be open until midday. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the first screen will probably be midday on Anzac Day. Yeah. Here, um, this is obviously my most anticipated of the year. I'm not yep. ashamed to say it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, I, what, what do you even say? I feel it's, like there's nothing to add to the conversation. I about feel like it. we t- actually talked about it enough on the yeah, most disappointing podcast. Said, we'll talk about it more um, on most anticipated. I just, I'm, I'm, I am glad that Hawkeye's back. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, let's talk about what do you guys think of that trailer that got released? I haven't seen it. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Commented on a thing from the trailer and they didn't. No, I've read. I've read that he's back. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You haven't um, seen the trailer for Endgame. Should I watch it now? Uh, no, yeah. we we just have we must have like I guess we do have different priorities. I didn't need to realize that just then, but like I have just yeah. different priorities because of whoosh, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeremy's unplugging. She doesn't from the let me watch trailers. Okay, I'm, um, I'm, he, I'm just you guys talk amongst yourselves, and I'm just going to watch the trailer. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, so AJ, what do you think of the trailer? <laughs> um, it was fine. It didn't it didn't especially excite me or anything, but in general. It's like, of course, that's one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Yeah. It's a cultural phenomenon that yeah. I want to see how it ends and what yeah. happens next but and where, it's where we cool. go. Like from the, there. the the trailer, I love that they're not really showing any action. They're not they're not showing anything, mm. and they've they've said like the marketing for it would never pass the twenty minute mark. Again, yeah, another another thing that's. What else did I see that said that? I feel like um, oh, I can't remember now. There's another film I saw today, a trailer for today that said they haven't shown anything past the first 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, look, I don't. What else is there to say? I feel like we talk about Marvel enough, and will talk yeah. about Marvel enough that there's not too <laughs> yeah. much else to say other than, of course, I'm excited and interested to see what happens. I yeah, thought, I mean, uh, I feel like we could exchange theories and stuff, but yeah, yeah, there's so much of that online. Yeah, what were you gonna say? I thought it's interesting. You don't see any Thanos in the trailer, really. Yeah, you he see. Says, Hand? It's implied that he's naked just walking around. <laughs> totally. Um, All right, Jeremy's back. That was quick. Oh, yeah, I skipped through bits of it because I realised I actually had watched it before. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so long ago, I was just like, oh, yeah, I don't really remember any of it. So mm. my first question is, what happens when Hawkeye and Scarlett Johansson fuck and then they manage to bring his wife back from the dead? Is it cheating? I don't. She's into Hulk. Yeah. Oh. Well, I actually think that she's her own woman and doesn't need to be defined by a relationship with a man. <laughs> Corn. Um, no, 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 no. But Trapped. technicality, technicality if your wife dies and then you like Which, <laughs> if you and, and then my and then wife. you manage to turn back time, oh, I guess time's turned back, so it never happened. These are some interesting morals you're revealing. I'm I'm glad that <laughs> your wife isn't gonna listen to this, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. looking for a loophole. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I hate, I'm not, I'm not going to say it, but, um, I hate that there's some, um, like leaked set photos that seem to confirm one theory and that they have become, 
um, like people think that that's like free reign for spoilers. It's like it's canon already. Yeah, well, people are like, oh, like so you've seen like you know how it's going to have this because of the set photos. It's like not everyone's seen those, and that that's potentially quite a massive spoiler, right? Um, but I mean, like you know, you don't know how it's going to get there. If you want, if you want to find out, go look it up. But I don't want to spoil it here. Um, that's but about yeah. all else I have to say about it, though. So maybe we'll yeah, just move on. But I just from think there. it's it's not fair to to talk about that um when there's just the trailer released and you know if you want to because i mean it's a film it's the kind of film you want to go into as blind as possible Mm. um and yeah like i I I hope that we i hope maybe like we get one more trailer that has one shot that hints at like some action or like a reunion or like something bigger and then that's it we don't see any anything from the past the 20 30 i just want to see i i do want to see the only thing i actually want to see funnily enough i haven't thought about it but thinking about it i want to see a shot of thanos and that's yeah. that's all i need to see in addition to this yeah hmm. yeah i mean like they're gonna make billions i don't need to do anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i hope ant-man is as main of a character as thanos was in <laughs> infinity war that'd be so funny to go from like the biggest the, one yeah. to the littlest one <laughs> the trailers in the the movie the post-credit scene ends with ant-man will return <laughs> just ant-man <laughs> um, or like ant-man becomes the main villain after they defeat thanos <laughs> he yeah yeah he like uh, got screwed up in the quantum zone yeah and is somehow like through like a time loop he becomes thanos wow Oh no no! Because from his position in the uh, as being so tiny, he sees how big and like messy humans really are, yeah. and so he's just like, "No, nah, Thanos is right, man." Have you seen the, the theory that um, it'll end with Ant Man going tiny and crawling into Thanos's butt and then expanding? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, technically, that would work, right? Yeah. Boo! All right. All right, so next up, uh, we've got the film that, and you know, this is going to be very topical for us three since we've talked about them in the past, but could this be the film that finally breaks the video game curse for realsies, Detective Pikachu, May 10th? Is that coming out in May? Oh my goodness. I thought that would have been a Christmas release. No, May. Full on. Um, It's already already had like pretty heavy trailer release. Like Mm. I saw a trailer for it at the movies, so. Sure, yeah, but you know. Every movie gets th- three three trailers and a and a TV spot or two. Yeah, um, yeah this looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the the conversation about will it break the video game curse? Part of me wants to be like, oh, it doesn't count because because it's a TV po- show as well. Pokemon Pokemon as a show transcends being the video game it's based off. However, Detective Pikachu is specifically a video game. Yeah, they're and not, not just a making TV a Pokemon show. movie; they're making a Detective yeah. Pikachu movie, right? And so if the Detective Pikachu aspects of it are really good, then I would say that counts. And I'm a stickler for things not counting. (laughs) I I also just, I want to remind you that the the video game curse has already been broken. We talked about this. Rampage was amazing. Oh, of course. Forgive me, Jeremy. I forgot. But um, (laughs) to be one that's like universally regarded as like- actually like, like, this isn't just a bad movie that's enjoyable. It's a a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It looks great. Um, some of the some of the Pokemon translate to live action better than others. Um, <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm not even a fan of Pokemon. Like, I didn't even. I was prime age for getting into Pokemon, the TV show when it first came out. Like, I, I just it just never got. I just never resonated, and I haven't. I don't even know that Detective Pikachu was a video game. And I watched the trailer, and I'm like, yeah, I'll go see that. It looks funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's weird because I've my interest in Pokemon has waned after the age of seven, but the I've all you know I've always wanted to see a live action Pokemon movie, and when Detective Pikachu was announced, I was like, ah, uh, I kind of just want a live action Pokemon movie, and then um, but then yeah, it's. Now I'm like, oh yeah, no, Detective Pikachu's the vessel to which to show live-action Pokemon. Turns and out Ryan Reynolds is the vessel through which to make it good. Because yeah. <laughs> I will, I will go see anything Ryan Reynolds does. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I do do wish it was Danny DeVito, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay, May seventeenth, if it actually comes out here, but it, it probably will now. But um, John Wick three, Parabellum. First off, AJ. Mm. How fucking annoying is that title? It John is annoying, Wick, but John Wick and, Chapter and, Two, John Wick Three, Parabellum. In recent, um, in recent promotional stuff for it, it's been called John Wick Chapter Three. Oh, really? so maybe, think, maybe it's I like think, a different territories kind of thing. And on um, no, on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, they're still calling it Chapter Three. Oh, okay. I reckon it's been changed from Parabellum, which is amazing, and it should have been. And or you know what? In my perfect world, I wouldn't have called the f- the second one Chapter Two. I would have. I think that's actually the problem with the titles is calling the second one chapter two. Um, sorry, to interrupt. yeah. So uh, the Wikipedia page says John Wick three Parabellum, also known as John Wick Chapter three. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, um, it, I would it'll have be called, different territories, I imagine. I would have called the second one John Wick Open Contract or something like that, and that would have allowed for John Wick Parabellum. I guess. Yeah. The problem with the word Parabellum is it reminds me of the word for the skin on on the underside of your your penis. Which is? Frenulum, I think it is. Frenulum. Frenulum. John Wick 3, Frenulum. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because this um, John Wick didn't come out in New Zealand and then John Wick 2 came out months later and now I imagine we'll get John Wick 3 like as a world drive release as it's like slowly gotten more popular, which would be really interesting. No, we'll get it like two months early. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Course correction. I, like, this is one of those films I imagine it'll be good, but I feel like trailers and shit aren't going to excite me. No, yeah, I've got... I don't even need to see a trailer for it, but I'm also not going to say I'm anticipating it especially because the fir- so out of the two movies we've got so far, I would say the, the first one is the better film, not to, not to disparage the second one. It's just the first one's like, hey, let's do a simple action movie where the stakes are obvious and the good guys and bad guys are obvious and yeah that's yeah, what's special one, about it one's great yeah yeah and and then the second one is more focused with setting up a world which it does real well and like the world building in john wick 2 and john wick 1 is especially actually but john john wick 2 expands on that world building in a really cool way and so i'm not at all like oh they're making a third one with the, the yeah. part three because it's like it just feels obvious that this is where we're going with it next shall i go see this one without having seen the other two you should just watch. No, go watch, see watch the, the, first the one, other yeah. two. Yeah, no, I first don't want to see awesome. the third one without seeing them and just see how see how much I can pick up. <laughs> I mean, like the the thing, the charm of these films is that they're so simple, but they're so like beautifully shot and like yeah, yeah. And, and it's the simplicity it's the, of it. And it's a role that's been made so that Keanu Reeves can do it. Yeah, as well. It's like a remedial project for Keanu Reeves. Like it's yeah. sort of a retirement home for him. Like mm. he, he'll be safe here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, May twenty fourth, Aladdin. Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. Um, Guy I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, <laughs> Guy Ritchie, really? What are you gonna say? I'm gonna say that this is in the, a similar way to why Solo and Venom were my most anticipated of 2018. This is one of my most anticipated of 2019. Um, Aladdin is my favorite 
renaissance Disney film um, for whatever reason. And this is the live action remake I am the most interested in seeing, especially because we haven't really seen a lot of it yet. Um, yeah, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't. Oh, we've got a trailer, but we haven't really got yeah, anything yeah. There's no, in we, action. Like, until we see Will Smith as the Blue Genie, we haven't you know, seen anything. Yeah. And, like, I'm morbidly curious to see will smith's rendition of friend like me yeah. you know like it's it is what it, it's 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 it might be terrible but i'm still gonna see it for exactly the reason why it will still make money and send the wrong message to hollywood yeah. execs i i i would say this is one of my most anticipated not because i think it's going to be really good but i just for the same I, reasons i just said yeah i, I just <laughs> i just oh. i mean did you guys see um uh uh, flipping his Arthur movie. No, you didn't see King Arthur. The King I don't Arthur. think anyone did. I saw it, <laughs> and oh, I like. I watched it, being like, "Oh, this is so bad. It's going to be amazing to laugh at," and it was just so bad. I couldn't even laugh at it. Like, yeah, but I don't think that necessarily means Garrett is a bad director. But I, I no. it, it concerns me. It's a weird that, choice for a letter. Well, it, it's just it concerns me that that was him doing a period kind of legend sort of story. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, I, I've enjoyed Guy Ritchie's movies when they've been kind of on his home turf, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just don't know whether he has the ability to tell a story like this. But the thing is, he has the full strength of Disney. But hey, actually, actually, this is my prediction. Yeah. I believe that Aladdin is going to be the, the stinker that it's like, how did a studio let this get put out? Look, it does look pretty bad so far. The the, the promo photos that yeah, were released. You, you can't judge Entertainment Weekly covers though. Look at like like yeah. if, if you judged um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine off that's Entertainment Weekly cover, you'd be like, this film's gonna suck. Sure, um, yeah. yeah, and I'll give it that. And I trust that they can make Will Smith's genie look better than he than he looks currently. But how he looks currently, uh, that doesn't look like a multi-million dollar film yeah uh so we've got a couple of uh, original films coming out the same day um brightburn which is the james gunn produced um horror film yes. it's like a superman yeah, yeah. it's like a superman origin story but he becomes evil instead um it looks pretty cool it could be good yeah it could yeah. be also real forgettable it who's, could be like quite, who's, who's attached to it uh elizabeth banks is starring in it Oh, right, okay. Um, there's a trailer out for it. But um, yeah, but- James Gunn, he was going to announce it at Comic-Con, but then that was when it was found out that he's a pedophile and a rapist. Um- <laughs> you can't make fun of both sides, Richard. Um- <laughs> you can't, like, quash both sides of this. Yeah, no. Well, when, when all his tweets um, came out, he was fired from um, uh, Guardians, Guardians 3. Was when was the same day he was supposed to announce Brightburn. So it took a couple months for them to release a trailer and show that. Mm. Um, I'll watch something that James Gunn has put out. I think he's great. He's a an excellent mind for this sort of thing. Yeah, I'm actually real lukewarm on James Gunn as a creative person. Okay, yeah, um, I'm very cold on him as a tweeter, but as, a, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as an artist, I'm lukewarm. I'd say what I like about I, I like the Guardians movies by and large, um, and I really like a movie he did called Slither. Uh, but he also made Super, which I hated. And there are parts of the first Guardians movie that I didn't like either that I felt were... What am I, what am I even talking about? It sounds like I'm going to start listing examples. I'm not. I just... 
I, I'm I'm okay with not liking a James Gunn movie. Right. Yeah. If if he makes a, if he makes a stinker, I'm not going to be like. But it was in the bag. But it's his James tweets Gunn. Are so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how could how could I, this movie be bad? Have you is, seen his tweets? They're excellent. Com- combined, combined. I think it's on the more on the strength of the premise. I think it has the the it, for sure. And he's he's someone who is lo- not likely to screw that premise up offhand. I think he's he, he's interesting enough not to, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So same day, we've got a film called The Kid, which is like another um, original film, but it's a Western. Bruce Willis and Spencer Breslin coming back <laughs> yeah. for, for the remake. <laughs> um, it's directed by um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Really? And Does he direct? Yeah. It's, yeah. It stars uh, Dane DeHaan, Chris Pratt, and Ethan Hawke. <laughs> well, don't don't go say saying yes to Does he direct yet? Because we may find out that he can't. I more mean no, has no, he like, directed sure before? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Um, now you're making me fucking Google this shit, even though I know that he has. Um, Man, yeah. you typed the word D'Onofrio real fast. <laughs> Including the apostrophe. Um, <laughs> a man scrolls. Yeah, don't go in the woods. Here we go. Um, oh, the, the famous Vincent D'Onofrio movie, Don't Go in the Woods. D'Onofrio. Nice. Um, <laughs> anyway, good. He's the director. Very good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that, like... Um, Chris Pratt and Ethan Hawke have like starred in two westerns together, like actors who aren't necessarily like in an awful lot in a genre that like doesn't get made an awful lot. Mm. Um, and there's two because they were Magnificent Seven together. Do you think it's yeah. going to be good? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the talent involved. Um, yeah, that I'm I'm looking forward to this. It's not going to be most anticipated, but yeah, it's about. Um, it's like a true story. You're saying it's about. Um, Story of a young boy who reaches out to Billy the Kid to help save his kidnapped sister, and Dane DeHaan is playing nah. um, uh, Billy the Kid. This is the dud. This is the one they're talking about. Like Dane, <laughs> Dane DeHaan has become the poster. You Dean DeHaan. Dean DeHaan has become the poster child for. Oh, I love Dean DeHaan, and then you go and watch his movies, and it's. Like there is one good Dean DeHaan movie, and it's Chronicle. It's Chronicle, and yeah. it wasn't good because he's, of him. No, he's so good in Chronicle. I think he's pretty good in Chronicle. He, yeah, but like yeah. he's it's good because of him. Yeah, well, <laughs> just actually, just, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's, you're right, it is good because of him. But, I just, yeah. I've just been so burnt by um, bloody City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, ex- yeah, Valerian, and he was so wooden. Amazing Spider-Man, yeah, unbelievable. Too. What else yeah, has he I done? Think, um, I don't know. He's like in. He's a real good actor, but he hasn't. He's. I think he's bad at picking scripts. Yeah, but I mean, but no, hey. no, 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 no. I'm sorry, but bad at okay. picking scripts. Like, if you're a go. really good actor, you should be <laughs> able to rise above it, not reason. be the worst thing in that movie. I don't know. I haven't seen. He Delirium, happened to be so. worse than Cara Delevingne. Like that takes skill in being bad. Okay, well, um, I feel needlessly attacked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel needlessly attacked. Okay, so May 31st, another big one for you and me, AJ. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh. Okay, Jeremy's fucking got a dumb opinion about this. Let's hear it, <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. This is my, that's my, like, low grunt of anticipation. Oh. You have to make the weirdest noises. That's like, oh, oh, next we've got Rocketman. He's like, oh, yes. And we're like, oh, cool, you look forward to it. No, I hate, I hate <laughs> Yes, I can't wait to talk about how much this is going to fucking suck. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, Godzilla, uh, King of the Monsters. This the trailers for this look really cool. Yes, um, it's yeah. got eleven in it. Yeah, yeah, I think this is, and, and I'm glad that we're getting an, another like um, Godzilla film before Julian Dennison ruins the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, is he playing Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he's he's playing Manila. He's playing God- oh my Godzilla's God. baby. Oh, my God. That'll be perfect. And he comes on and he's just like, oh, He's playing uh, Jeremy, Ichiro and, you, and that, they're doing a remake of, um, of Godzilla's Revenge. Jeremy, that noise you made is not as bad as Manila and Son of Godzilla. <laughs> that character is a if you haven't if you don't look if if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you know exactly what we've talking about if you don't look up son of godzilla and behold the muppet that is baby godzilla <laughs> wow um do you want me to get up a photo for you jeremy i i i have to say the 2014 godzilla was it yeah. like that honestly is one of my. <laughs> okay, everyone, I'm looking at this, and it honestly looks like a piece of plasticine that was randomly thrown against rocks for about 40 minutes, and then they just decided to use that. Mm. Um, That's no, him. anyway, uh, 2004, <laughs> 2014's Godzilla was. <laughs> no, turn the gif off. It's awful. <laughs> um, I I, fl- I really loved it, and I I really love that they seem to be going for like Ken Watanabe. Going through all these stories and but but just picking up with how other people are kind of, I, I just like that they're not just sticking. Yeah, they're, they're not forcing yeah. one character to be the protagonist throughout all of them. Right. Yeah. It's, I, it's I, Godzilla. I, I thought you said Quinoa Tanabe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quinoa Tanabe. <laughs> um, I I am not necessarily anticipating this film. The, so the two films we've had in the legendary monster verse so far have been Godzilla 2014 and Kong Skull Island. That and, was bad. And both those that movies I felt were pretty pretty imperfect in a lot of pretty crucial ways. And so I've got no reason to trust this movie yet, I guess. It doesn't look mm. bad or anything from the trailers, and I'm excited to see like Mothra and Ghidorah and stuff, but I'm I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I think that the trailer looks like it's kind of fixing um, what it's like, like fixing the issues, and we're going to see a lot more monster and monster battles. And yeah, like you say, seeing Ghidorah, Rodan, yeah, Min- uh, Mothra, that was amazing. I I was just about to say like, oh, what what didn't you like about uh, the 2014 Godzilla movie? And then I realised I could just go and listen to an entire podcast of you, <laughs> you talking could, about it. And you should. <laughs> In the interest of of, of I mean, of I've listened time, to all of them, guys. Um, okay, yeah. So same day as well. I mentioned we've got Rocket Man, the um the Elton John biopic that oh, kind of mixes yes! fantasy. Yeah, not looking forward to this one. <laughs> um, no, it looks like it's got good talent attached. Yeah, yeah Terry Edgerton's great. He's a good singer, and from what we've heard, he sounded really good. I love the idea that they're not making this a traditional biopic. Cough, Bohemian Rhapsody, cough. Um, cough, Golden Globe Award winning film, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> that we could, um, that, yeah, like like doing a fresh spin on a musical biopic. That we've got these like fantasy elements and. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm not going to say I'll see it in the cinema or anything. This is one yeah. that I'll have to wait for the buzz to decide whether or not I see yeah, it. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm not, I'm not a, a massive Elton John fan. Neither, like my yeah. parent, my parents weren't into Elton John, which is pretty much like for our generation the requirement for someone being super <laughs> into him. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I, I agree. Like, if it's if it's a walk the line kind of like I wasn't interested in the artist necessarily before this, but it's a good movie, I'll go see it. Yeah. So, um, cool. So June seventh. This is my prediction for not only the film that makes you think, how did a studio release this, but just like potentially one of the worst films of all time. Wow. Dark Phoenix. 
<laughs> oh, oh no, that's totally it. Of course, that's it. Of course, that's yeah. it. Yeah, um, the yeah. new X Men film. Like, okay, Apocalypse was terrible. Like, so that was a terrible film. Like, and they should and, have learned their lesson. And the worst part about that was Sophie Turner's performance. So they're like, okay, well, we've already fucked up the story once. Let's try it again with a much worse actress in the lead role. Um, it's like let's let's focus. Let's take what was bad about the other one and focus on it yeah. for an entire movie. Like, I, I saw um, a, someone went to someone on Reddit posted. I mean, it, it could have been fake for, for, for all I know, like, warning. It, this could have been fake. But it was like, I just, I saw a, like, test screening of Dark Phoenix and they were like, this is worse than The Last Stand. They made every single mistake again um, and then a bunch of new ones. And, like, they released a trailer and then the next day delayed the film to like june of this year it's like it just looks so bad like i i i hate that i'm gonna have to see this because uh because of this podcast and being and wanting to consume consume every facet of pop culture but god this film is gonna be a tough watch like if this film's better than like 20 30 percent on ron tomatoes I'm going to be genuinely. Can you live tweet your reaction to this film? <laughs> yeah. Like, can you can you go to like a 10 a.m. showing so no one else is in the theater so and then just, just watch it all day and live tweet. No, no, no but you're, so you're not disturbing anyone else by tweeting in the cinema, but just yeah, go go and live tweet like just the horror. Is the live tweets necessary then if you're going to watch it at 10 a.m.? Feel like <laughs> whoever's <laughs> why are you going to be reading someone's tweets? You'll be at work instead of. Reading tweets at 10 I'd take the day off. Actually, <laughs> actually, why don't why don't I just take the day off and come to the cinema with yeah. you and just stare at you while you watch it? I'll oh, fly up to know. Auckland for it. <laughs> yeah, and we'll do we'll do film franchise follow ups. Yeah, um, for X Men. Yeah, we'll lock that in for June. Um, <laughs> lock it in, Eddie. Um, and then also well, June seventh. Who wants to be a millionaire? Australia <laughs> reference, Jeremy. <laughs> I wondered if it was giving. Um, yeah, just so does anyone have any other comments on Dark Phoenix? Uh, I'm not as I do think it is the dud, but from what I've seen, the trailer itself, I I remember watching the trailer and being like, oh yeah, cool. The thing is, I'm actually I'm still interested to see like Fassbender and McAvoy and like you know, it's it's a question of can Fassbender and McAvoy outweigh Turner. <laughs> That's what this movie comes down to. Totally, but I mean, I I'm still I will always wa- enjoy watching them on screen. So it, it won't be, yeah, I don't know. I I don't. Mm. Mm, yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that it has been delayed this much is a huge clue that it is this year's yeah. stinker. Also, um, keep an eye out. Maybe it'll be good to tie in around that time. But we'll do an off. I want to do an off week podcast where we do a deep dive to discover. Is anyone whose career was made from Game of Thrones actually a good actor? Because I don't think they are. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Well, it'll be topical because Game of Thrones will be about we'll be to finish up. There, but right? yeah, because I like I've never watched Game of Thrones. But all these actors, everyone's like, they're so good in Game of Thrones. I've only seen them in other films, and they're all fucking terrible. It just shows you how good Game of Thrones is as a show that it holds yeah. them up. <laughs> um, that you've got this like. Well, anyway, I'll move on. Um, so, Secret Life of Pets too. Did you guys see the first one? I did actually. Yeah, I've heard it was quite good. <laughs> What's that? I've heard it was quite good, but uh, I mean, obviously Louis C.K. is not going to be in this one. Yeah, he's been replaced with Patton Oswalt. Yes, that's right. Which is, you know, an exact like for like replacement. Yeah, <laughs> Patton Oswalt's always jerking off. Um, <laughs> I yeah, Secret Life of Pets was one of those movies that's a real kids movie. Like, it's not yeah. for me. It was not an animated film that is like 
it wasn't a Pixar film. It was very much yeah. like you take your niece to this movie and you go, all right, you're really going to enjoy this and yeah. I'm going to die. And it, pl- it features Kevin Hart playing a character whose entirety of their character is that they're small. They're small than they'd like to be. The it just It is a weird decision to cast Louis C.K. in that movie before the scandal came out. Like mm. it, that's well, not. They should a- cast them after. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the thing is when when that movie would have gone into production, like he would have like his star was really in the ascendancy. Like but his how, sitcom, how high was his star ever? His sitcom was definitely yeah, one of like huge. the. It was it was the darling of the comedy yeah. set. Like, that's why those the, his the victims um, admired him so much, as he said three times in his apology. The, oh, yeah, I guess I guess my point is more like kids aren't going to know who Louis C.K. is, but kids aren't going to know who John Travolta is either. Kids and he don't was in care. Bolt. It's the it's the adults that bring the kids to the movie. That's what the names are there for. Yeah. Mm. Exactly, and it's also to do a fun press tour and show that. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, June fourteenth. We've got Men in Black International. I'm actually quite excited about this. Mm-hmm. That could be the dud, though. It fits the criteria. Yeah. I just um sorry who who are the stars again? Uh, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Tessa Thompson, great choice, absolutely fantastic choice. Yeah, I think the cast is great. It's got Liam Neeson, Emma Thompson's back as well, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, the yeah, I, I I I watched the trailer at like I woke up <laughs> at three a.m. and started vomiting, and then as I was feeling better. <laughs> And that was the trailer. As as I was feeling better, I watched the Men in Black International trailer, which had just dropped, and I was mm. like, "That looks cool." And then I went on um, Reddit on the Reddit comment section for it, and the top comment was, um, "Tessa Thompson's character has been hired to find a mole in Men in Black, and she'll think it's Chris Hemsworth, but it'll actually be Liam Neeson." <laughs> and, the, yeah. and like that's totally what's going to happen. Yeah, and pe- people on Reddit were quite harsh on the trailer. I thought it looked kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, I think it looks fine. Um, yeah, tal- I, just, I think it's a fun more. world to be back in, and I think there's enough yeah. time. They've had enough time away from it, and the fact that they're not trying to flog the dead horse of Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they're mentioned or cameo. It's not way. even really a sequel, is it? It's like the it's next. Just another, it's the just new another generation. film in that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's new generation, yeah. Um, okay, I, yeah. I also found out that it's a Marvel property. Yeah, technically, yeah. Had no idea. Mm. Um, so it's in the MCU. Great. What's next? Uh, it's in the four, MCU four and, and Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson yeah. and Chris Hemsworth appear. What? <laughs> um, all right. June 21st. Big one. Big one. This is on my most anticipated list. Toy Story 4. Yeah, Sam. I'd say that. I Like, I I'm, I'm, I can't wait to watch this, but like, like there's I'm there's, all, there's close to four hours of me talking about Toy Story. Yeah, same. So let's let um, Jeremy take, take. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've uh, before I let Jeremy speak, <laughs> um, I've made my point. I've made my my stance quite clear that I have no reason to doubt this movie. I, I I'm a total um, third one was perfect. They shouldn't make a uh, fourth one. But I said that after the second one, and even when the trailer for the third one came out, I was like, this looks really silly. Like Wait, if the Richard- same if the same people that made um, Toy Story 3 and Inside Out are thinking the story we've come up with for Toy Story 4 is too good not to make. I trust them. What were so you say? after you saw Toy Story 2 when you were <laughs> six years old, you yeah. were like, oh, they'd better not make a third one. That was perfect. 
Well, I mean, I like he was developed. AJ. By the time, yeah. big set of hairy balls, and he really knew what he thought about movies. <laughs> by the time it was like there was talk of a third one, I was like, I don't know if I want a third one. Right. You know, um, or, or like you know, it had been too long. It's not going to be able to capture the same magic, and it didn't. It's like the best one, and yeah, like I say, I. I I fully trust the fourth one. I don't think the reception is going to be as good as... Because I think it, it has to be better than the third one to be considered as as good at, or like to justify its own existence, which is near impossible. But I think it's going to be on par with the third one, or at least like the first two. But it'll, be, it'll sit around 70, 80% of Rotten Tomatoes. I have, I, nothing I've seen gives me reason to think it's going to be bad yet. Yeah. I haven't seen anything about it, so I'm like, I, 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 this is me having not watched the trailer. But my, I think my chief concern is that basically, the only way I can see it being like having the emotional heft to it is if it involves Andy having his own kids and the toys somehow coming back to play right. with Andy's kids. Well, I don't think Andy's involved. See, I, and I think that's a mistake because I think the the toys' relationship to Andy is actually. That's the sort of the if if you want to say this like the, the peg in the ground around which they can all go and have their adventures, but as long as they're still tethered to Andy, and that's what makes the three that was that's what makes the third so good. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is the emotional pull you feel when Andy, like their story with Andy is now complete. And I worry that the fourth one, if it doesn't include Andy, will feel like a sort of a hanging, a hanger on. Okay. Um, I mean, the thing is, if they do do a fourth and then that's the beginning of a new trilogy, that's also fine. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good point for me. Um, Well, do you want to know what the fourth one's about? No, I'll I'll trailer okay. it. I mean, okay. I think everyone else knows, so don't don't use time to tell me about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, <laughs> so well, um on June twenty first as well, um if you're not into fun living toy movies, you can go see the Child's Play reboot. Um and if you're not into um horror film if you're not into like um living toy horror films, you can also go see the Grudge reboot. Um so Something for yeah. everyone. Time for everyone. Are you guys excited about either the Grudge or Child's Play reboots? I'm excited to cover Child's Play eventually on Film Franchise Fortnites. I'm very excited. Vote patrons. <laughs> well, wait until the new one's out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because the, what's interesting about the reboot is that the creator of the child, like the the Kevin Feige of the Child's Play series, is is like pissed off that they're doing a reboot, and he's yeah, like, he's, they're still making original ones. Yeah, yeah, he's like, nah, I, I want to keep making the series. Yeah, so sorry, they're still making original Yeah, ones? Cult of Chucky came out like last year, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Mm. Cult of Yeah, I mean I I've I've never seen yeah, I've never out, seen like, a Chucky and I've never a, a Child's Play and I've never seen a Grudge, so I'll probably just steer clear of the films the <laughs> films. I'll steer clear of the film showings. Yeah. The theatre. I'll and steer we- clear of the pictures. But yeah, it's got uh, cinema. Aubrey Plaza and Brian Tyree Henry are starring in it. Aubrey Plaza is a good choice for a 
what that I know is of a, a child's play movie. <laughs> mm. But apparently it's going to um, reportedly feature a group of kids similar to Stranger Things uh, and oh, a high-tech yay. version of the doll. Reductive. <laughs> uh, Aubrey Plaza is great. I, I and, and for a horror movie, she's a great presence uh, for a horror movie. Have you ever watched Legion, Jeremy? No. It's a TV show. She's in that and she is terrifying in that. So, right. yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, I won't see it, but it's a good idea. <laughs> get, that, like, get that plastered above, like, if you ever become a famous film critic, Jeremy, have that on your office. Like, like I won't see it, but like, it's a good idea. Jeremy Vargo thinks that it's a good idea. He's not going to see it, but he thinks you probably might enjoy it. Okay. Um, next up, we've got um, a, a bit of a strange choice for my uh, for on my list of most anticipated. We've got untitled Danny Boyle Richard Curtis film. Um, oh, hell yeah. This is um, yeah, it's a mashup. Yeah, it's, so it's um, you know you know Richard Curtis and Danny yeah, Boyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's a script from Richard Curtis, directed by Danny Boyle. It's about a guy who wakes up one day and realizes that he's the only person who can remember the Beatles, and so oh, he yes, I've heard about this. He um, writes the songs and goes on tour with Ed Sheeran. He's playing himself, and it, it's such a like everyone's thought about this premise. In yeah, their head yeah. of like, oh, imagine if like I went back in time and I would write yes. Beatles songs, I'd write movies. You could take take credit for other people's art. Yeah, and so I mean, we don't even have a title. There's no trailer, no poster. I don't think there's really any. I, I think what, there might be casting somewhere. But um, what Beatles song would you title it? If it's yeah, that's the It's got to be called a Beatles song, right? Yeah, I'm trying Get to think back. of it. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't know enough Beatles. That's me- instantly a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty good, Richard. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about this on the way to work the other day. Um, oh, you're so cute. Or... Yeah, it's going to be Get Back, eh? Unless, unless like, the characters' names, it could be, like, Hey Jude or, like, um, mm. Eleanor Rigby wouldn't really work. Let Lucy. It be. Let It Be could work. Let It Be's really good, actually. Mm. Tend to- we can work it out. In my life. Mm. All um, right. Well, that's fun. That No, that yeah. sounds real awesome. That sounds... I Danny Boyle, um, th- when I was a, a impressionable teenager, Danny Boyle was my favorite director. I would always say that. You know, 28 Days Later, one of my favorite films. Slumdog Millionaire, one of my favorite films. Um, Train Spotting, one of my favorite films. And, mm. like, the... Th- to me, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he's my favorite director now just because I kind of... He's, he hasn't had a hit. Well, and actually, Steve Jobs is real good. But the, I guess I just wouldn't say I have a favorite director now, but I still feel yeah. very indebted to Danny Boyle for, you know, uh, watering yeah. the plants that is my yeah. interest in film. And also, um, Richard, just if you're listening to this, you don't have Richard Curtis. Is he wrote Four Love, actually. Four Weeks at a Funeral, Notting Hill. Most recently, oh, the like, last big one was um, About Time, which was the last film. He, he said he's retiring from directing after that. About Time. Is one of my favorite movies of all time. This yeah, is so, so a spiritual successor to About Time. Yeah. The concept alone is so definitely by the same writer oh. as About Time. You know? yeah. yeah, but it's like because um, it's, it's about time as well. That's what they'll call it, <laughs> About Time Two. And people be like, "Is it a sequel?" He's like, "No, nah, it's just also About Time." <laughs> um, yeah. So who's it got now? Oh, Lily James is in it. Um, cool. Kate McKinnon, she is in Ed Sheeran, Anna De Armas. Um, Lamorne Morris. That was a great cast. Yeah, is, I hope Lamorne Morris is the main guy. No, nah, a guy called um, Hamish Patel. Okay, who was on EastEnders? Oh, good. Um, My favorite. So show. He's like an Indian dude. So- um, 
love that you had to clarify that when his last name is Patel. Well, yeah. He's you know, a you know? he's a classic white ginger Scottish man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's pronounced Petal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this was interesting. Um, it was uh, initially set to release in September, got it moved up to June. Okay, but yeah, so like they they literally just shot this like while Ed Sheeran was on tour. <laughs> What would happen in this movie? Like, do they realize he copied? Like, you know, like what is yeah. the what is the folly of his what, of his it'll ways? It'll be like um, I'd love it if there's no tension and like he just goes on, and the end of the movie <laughs> is that he's a millionaire and super yeah, yeah. successful. Now, th- there'll be something that's more important that happened because of the Beatles. Like, he'll have a bit of fame, mm. and then they'll realize, oh, John Lennon was never shot, which means this never happened, which means this never happened. Or, so he has to get or shot. He finds, or he finds out that because he's doing the music of the Beatles, he starts to have all the things that happened to the Beatles yeah. happen to him. There's a Mark uh, David Chapman. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's Jared Leto. There's a yeah, Yoko yeah. Ono, and he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I like, this film just has so much potential. These oh, are good is, ideas. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. Those this are all be, great ideas. This could be my most disappointing film of 2019. <laughs> Just because I know nothing about it now, and it could like the trailer, the title could come out, poster, trailer, and I'm just like, oh, this looks real bad. Because your mind, your mind is going places that's better than yeah, what yeah, Richard like, Curtis and, can and do. At the moment, I'm like, this, this could be, yeah. Like, so, if only Danny Boyle had been as creative as me. But yeah, the, the talent behind this, uh, uh, um, and and this is also one that I'm really excited to come back to at the end of the year. Yeah. And be like, oh, that's and right. We'll be listening. We'll be listening to this in advance of the most disappointing, and we'll just be like, we didn't know what we yeah. know now. Um, uh, there's also that day Ford v Ferrari comes out, um, which is James Mangold who did Logan is directing that. It stars Christian nice. Bale and Matt Damon. That's a. I mean, Christian Bale and Matt Damon. I'm very interested to see them act opposite each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that could be quite good. Um, might bother. Might, might bore you with plot details. That would details. be such a dad movie to go to. <laughs> yeah, eh? yeah. Like everyone will go with their dads. Um, July third, we're getting an untitled Annabelle film. Um, Sweet. Which is about we're getting how another excited Annabelle I am film. about it. Um, <laughs> no beef with the with the Conjuring universe. We'll cover yeah, it one um, day. <laughs> I, I have no beef. I have no beef with the Conjuring universe. In case you're listening, it's fine. I, I'm okay with you. Please um, don't ju- hurt me. July fifth. Um, I've put this on my most anticipated uh, list, but since the new trailer for Captain Marvel, I'll probably switch these, but Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm probably now more excited for Captain Marvel than this at the moment, just because we've seen more of it. Yeah, fickle mm. boy, Richard. A um, fickle, fickle boy. Yeah, Boys, so... Stick to your guns, Richard. Put okay, your feet no. in the ground. Captain Marvel looks shit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Why? Because Sp- she's a woman? Is that why? <laughs> yep. Okay, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, I'm really excited about this, except he's got a black suit um, by the looks of it. Really? Not about that. Um, see, I'm continuing with <laughs> the bigotry, AJ. That. I get it, I get it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, this this will be really interesting once Endgame is finished to see well, like when, when you can really predict where this film's going. I just, it's like, oh man, Spider-Man Far From Home. Is Spider-Man going to be in it? Oh, who knows? <laughs> what would be a way to not have to worry about that in marketing this film? Like, well, If it was a prequel, I mean... Yeah, I wonder. Be anyway, yeah. I I wonder if they just don't release anything till after Endgame. Well, so- but the thing is that it's Sony, 
so they, they can be like they can be like oh spider-man it's so good you're back because this happened and this happened and it's like you know marvel just has to deal with it mm. how, honestly how, you can't do a prequel to spider-man because of homecoming yeah, yeah. like yeah um, unless you want to take him back to like before he had yeah. any powers or any suit. Yeah, I mean, you just focus on the villains. But, I mean, apparently they, they, they showed, like, a sizzle reel at a Comic-Con um, recently, and it was just, just focused on the villains. It said um, the trailer basically picks up, like, as if no time had passed since the end of Homecoming. Like, you haven't left the Spider-Man world. Nothing. It ignored um, Infinity War completely, but you don't see Spider-Man in it. It was just, like, Interesting. Um, showing, like, because you've got Hydro Man, you've got a couple other characters, and then um, Mysterio's, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio is kind of the main one. Which I'm excited to see him as a as a villain. Yeah, I, I, mm. yeah. that's a good call. I would say, on paper, I would say I'm anticipating this film, but I've seen the best Spider-Man film I think I'll see for a couple years very recently, so... Mm. Venom. Mm. Um, yeah, then a That's week later, I mean. we've got a film called um, Stuber, which is, <laughs> it's an action comedy where um, Kumail Nanjiani stars as Stu, an Uber driver. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, it's an action comedy um, co-starring Dave Bautista and Aiko Awais from The Raid. Oh, shit. I'm looking forward <laughs> to this one. This sounds so awesome. So you would say that you for Stuba? <laughs> I'm ordering a Stuba right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's so dumb that it might work, you know. It reminds me of um 30 minutes or less. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it's giving me vibes just from the description. Well, um, I really like that um that in the big sick he was actually an Uber driver and like that was one of the best moments in the film where like she orders an Uber and he's like him, yeah. your driver will be right with you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that's a good movie though. It's so yeah. good. Um Okay, okay, I mean, yeah, so I'm just anticipating it just on the on on the strength of him alone, really. He's yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah. So July is a pretty loaded month because a week after the hotly anticipated Stuber, we've got uh, Disney's reimagining of The Lion King. Ooh. What do we think? Let's- um, the trailer looked real good. Yeah. Yeah. But that might be all I needed to see to have this itch scratched. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Um, I think John Favreau, yeah, d- like nailed the Jungle Book. He's safe pair of I, hands. I have no reason to think he's. I love what they've done with the cast. Yep. I, I think like the cast is so. I mean, Beyonce notwithstanding, but um, <laughs> yeah, like I yeah, he's assembled a great cast, and the animation looks fabulous. One thing I really hope with this is that they get. They for that whoever's the music supervisor. I hope they force the people who are singing, particularly Beyonce. I'm looking at you to actually sing the roles cleanly, rather than making it a real kind of like them performance. Yeah, like, I don't I, want to hear a Beyonce version of these songs. I want oh to hear these songs gosh. sung by Beyonce. You know, yeah. like yeah, I, I want to hear. I want to hear Nala. I don't constantly want to be like, oh girl, Beyonce oh my god, slay, babe. <laughs> I cannot stand the cult of Beyonce. But I mean, we will get the Beyonce single of Ugh. um and they'll do, and she'll be the person who sings the original song that's the oscar bait to win best original song for the oscars yeah. what's well, a, what song does nala sing in the lion can you she, feel the love we'll get we'll get a um can you feel the love tonight oh, that's no, a no Gambino. guys but they will absolutely do shadowlands which is phenomenal. So it, the the Lion King musical yeah. actually has a huge number of original songs that well actually they weren't necessarily original. A lot of the um, songs that Leo 
M, I think his name was Leo M or Leo H. Um, he's an African musician who was kind of like the brains behind like the sound of the original Lion King. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a whole bunch of extra songs that didn't actually end up making it onto the original Lion King, yeah. but then they got incorporated into the the stage show. And some of them are flipping awesome. And Shadowlands nice. is like Nala's big song that she sings before she goes out to find Simba. She's like, she's forced to leave um, the, the Pride Lands and yeah. she's and she's singing Shadowlands as she goes out to find Simba and it is beautiful and I actually to be honest man Beyonce's actually going to do a good job in this song <laughs> um, uh, yeah that's really interesting and also there's a, a young um, there's young Simbas and young Nala's cast so which means that we're not going to get a Donald Glover um, just can't wait to be king um, the, the the main thing that I'm disappointed with here is they've cut they've, famously they've cut um uh, be prepared, Scar's song. Yeah, what? Which I would. I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say is my favorite song in the line. Oh, it's the best that's one, so. the song that comes back to your mind more than yeah. any out of so all that, of them. I that's think that's lame. Yeah, that's lame. And um, Chiwetel Ejiofor has got a great singing voice. It's not like he couldn't pull it off. I hope they. I hope that it's gonna. That it will surprise me, and it actually isn't there. Yeah. That's my only hope. Um, I'm just gonna miss like the Nuremberg rally references and the visuals yeah. of that song. Yeah, yeah. But um, also, yeah, it's interesting because everyone's like, oh, it's just a shot for shot remake, but we have got a new character. Um, Amy Sedaris is playing an unspecified elephant shrew who's uh, not from the original film. Which is interesting. She's the voice of um, uh, Princess Carolyn from uh, Bojack Horseman. Isn't. um, Do you think that she's going to be like a female character with Timon and Pumbaa to try and up the level of lady in the movie? Potentially. I yeah, really, yeah. I don't want them to to mess around. Look, with I don't want women in the film. Women right. are like an iconic duo, and I just think adding another character in there is just. Yeah. There's a lot going for it and a lot going against it. It's certainly yeah. got more in its favour than Aladdin. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be lush and beautiful to look at at least. All right, July 26, another film I've put on my most anticipated films of the year: uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, man. Film. oh hell oh, yeah is man. that coming out this year yeah oh, oh man. awesome oh yeah man. we should have a trailer pretty soon probably or like oh. well the next month or two um yeah this is despite i mean i've 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 said things about quentin tarantino in the past and and you've um, said some things about leonardo dicaprio yeah, i said things about leonardo dicaprio it's okay dude quentin tarantino said some things in the past too that i'm sure it can be thrown back at him now so yeah um yeah like how like you heard his comments about roman polanski yeah is that what you're referring to yeah 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 we don't need to dwell on them um look them <laughs> up if you're interested um yeah so this film oh my god the cast for this film yeah. is fucking insane there was like a period of like a week where watching a bunch of films and every time we'd be like what else is that actor in i'd look them up and they're in this film <laughs> like it's yeah like I, I cannot wait for this film. This is like peak Tarantino where everyone in Hollywood is like, I want to work with him. Give me the tiniest role in it. But and doesn't, so, doesn't, there's, there's, isn't there's that just like, the last like 15 years of film though? Yeah, but I mean, what, like he's he's done such self-contained casts. Yeah. Um, like I mean, Hateful Eight has like, what, like 10 people in it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like this is like, I, I, it's almost like he doesn't have any extras in this film because they're all A-list celebrities. <laughs> um, but yeah, like- it seems like a story he's really passionate about. I hopefully we're going to see Leonardo DiCaprio having a bit of fun for once, and that's what I'm quite excited for as well. Uh, this could be this 
I'm anticipating this being my favorite Tarantino and my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio film. Interesting. I think I think emotionally I, I'm not looking for a Tarantino film to top Pulp Fiction, but I am more excited about a Tarantino film than I've ever been, having knowing what this movie's about. Yeah. I, and also, yeah, I'm interested to see because Inglorious Bastards famously ends differently than World War II ended. So I'd be interested to see how what liberties this takes with the truth. Mm. Oh, I, like Sharon Tate survives or something like mm. that. I The only thing that I am a little bit disappointed with about this movie is that Leonardo DiCaprio did this movie instead of getting just, just getting on with Devil in the White City, which is the next movie he's yes. going to be doing with Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. And I am a huge fan of that book and I cannot wait to see that movie. So I think it's ever like, I just, I just am like, yeah, it's good. It's good that you made that movie, but just just get on with it. Get on with Devil in the White City. Well, I mean, City. it's not like Scorsese is not doing anything at the moment because we'll get to that as well. Is it's H H Holmes, right? The Devil in yeah, the White yeah. City. D H Holmes, I think. That's H H. Is it? Oh, yeah, the D yep. stands for double. Double H Holmes. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Also, like um, the 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 still they released of Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate. Gosh, she's so pretty. <laughs> and like, she looks she's not a lot even like hot. Sharon Tate she's just well. like oh my god like Margot Robbie is like obviously gorgeous but like oh like she looks it's like the prettiest photo I've ever seen of her <laughs> I um, now know what I'm getting you for your birthday on February the 8th <laughs> actually no I'm going to give it to Margot you three days Robbie. later <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> alright August 2nd big day we've got Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw oh. Jeremy's the movie that is ruining the Fast and Furious series, according to that one guy who's in Fast and Furious. This is ludicrous. Yeah. I think this is my most anticipated of 2019. <laughs> fucking serious. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm such trash. I'm such <laughs> trash. But I just, I just, I love The Rock. And it's just, <laughs> he, from, from his Instagram stories, which I religiously follow, seems like he had a really good time making this movie. He doesn't have a good time filming all of his movies. And and I, half no, he shit. doesn't actually. Sometimes it's more of a... More of a more of a work than more work than pleasure, ah, but um, you can tell. But he, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, a happy rock is a rock I like, and so right. I yeah, and also I just really want this movie to be amazing, just to like stick it to Vin Diesel, ludicrous as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just no, like, there was another one. There was another guy who was attacking the rock. Yeah, it's, yeah, because it's it's Vin Diesel, ludicrous, and um. <sighs> Yeah, see, I can't look it up. I've got his face in my mind. He's the he's the one they all laugh at, and he's scared of heights, and he doesn't want. Oh, Tyrese like- Gibson. Yeah, that's yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not ludicrous. It was Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, Tyrese. Um, yeah. Look up the Tyrese Gibson The Rock feud if you don't know about it because it's fucking it's hilarious. hilarious. It's like like someone with absolutely no clout. Being like, I'll walk if The Rock does it. It's like, <laughs> it's like if the most profitable movie star that's yeah. currently alive does not, not does it doesn't doesn't bow get- to me. Yeah, <laughs> um, Tyrese Gibson, a man whose name you may have only heard because I did this. Yeah, yeah, um, and then and Vin Diesel was just like, No, you're breaking up the family. You're breaking up the family. family. Uh, we've also got that day, The New Mutants. Probably not going to come out. Not worth talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've said enough. I've said I've on record enough saying enough stuff about New Mutants. So yeah, because of this podcast, I ended up having to watch the New Mutants trailer like for the third time unsuspectingly, <laughs> and I was just like, ah, oh, just <laughs> release it or don't. Like shit I'm, or get yeah. off the pot. Mm. I'm very interested in this film, but it does that doesn't necessarily mean I think it looks good. Yeah, that same day we've also got. 
da, 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 the Dora the Explorer movie. Ah, oh, do you guys remember that this is happening? Most anticipated of is it a tw- live action? Twitter. Yeah, live it action. Is. Oh, it <laughs> is. Oh, you you bitch, you're sweet ass. By it's live Bay. action. That was a joke. Yeah, produced by Michael Bay as well. <laughs> Starring that girl from Transformers Five, who's like, yeah, I fight like a girl. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Um. I'll definitely see this movie. I'll take my sister to see it. She loved she loved Dora the Explorer. And then when I kept making jokes about Dora the Explorer after she got over it, she, like when she got older, she got real mad at me. She's like, I don't like Dora the Explorer anymore. I would only so, go see this movie if it starred Megan Fox. As Dora the Explorer? Yeah. Yeah. As Actually, Swiper the Fox. <laughs> Star Swiper the Fox. Benicio Del Toro is playing Swiper yeah, the Fox. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, Actually, sorry, there's um, Michael Bay's not involved. Um, Tw- Timur Morrison's playing a character That's Cal. entirely negating my oh. Megan Fox joke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Isabella no. Mona. Michael Bay was attached to it at some point. Uh, well, apparently it was, but then he said, nah, he was never um, oh. he was never attached. I think it was a joke. That That's funny. That's a funny joke. I didn't realise Benicio Del Toro had joined it. That's funny. Yeah, he's um, playing Swiper. Yeah, so August 9th, we've already seen some advertisement for this film, but Artemis Fowl. Kenneth Branagh is directing an Artemis Fowl movie. Um, yeah. I read the book when I was a kid, but I do not remember a single thing about it. Even watching the trailer, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. Artemis Fowl has been this looming thing I've never read my whole life. Like, just being like, remember how you didn't read this? And then watching the trailer, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's what Artemis Fowl's about? Yeah, <laughs> this is about weird. something From very From the different. mind that brought you the book that you can remember the title font, but not much else from, <laughs> comes the film that you probably won't see. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, sweet, we'll move on. I've got nothing to say <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that doesn't um, seem like a pregnant all right, pause. August 16th. Uh, Angry Birds movie two. I'm excited for this one. You guys won't. Will be. this break the video game curse? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to recurse video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is going to save it, and then, um, and then also that day we've got. Um, I don't know if you guys know about this. We've got Playmobil the movie. Oh my god! You guys not remember Playmobil? Is it going to be? What about. What's next? Duplo the movie? Yeah, Playmobil's like oh, Duplo, Fisher Price the like movie. Duplo's competitor. All oh, right, so it's either uh, are we going to get something that's Lego movie or Emoji movie? Yep, exactly. That's basically the balance that it's on. Um, so it stars Daniel Radcliffe, Megan Trainer, and Adam Lambert. Of course. Oh wow! Yeah, that 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 group of well-known friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is I. <laughs> so it's all, I mean it, it it should be a musical movie then, right? You'd hope so. Because yeah. if it's got Megan Trainer and Adam Lambert, like you're not hiring Adam you don't Lambert waste to be Adam a Lambert's wacky character. Voice, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, this I'm is really, actually Megan Trainer's passion project. She just loves Playmobil. I'm really excited to see some, um, is yeah, some some news about this. I can confidently assert that none of us are going to see that movie. Nah, nah. fuck you, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, that was my way of making you go see it. I was going to see you, dick. He did it again. Um, all right, August twenty third. I, I haven't seen the other two, but Angel has fallen. The sequel to um, Olympus and London have fallen. Oh, what's where's this one? I set? think it's about Air Force One. The plane. They're good titles. Yeah, <laughs> that's about all I have to say about it. Wait, right. so you're going from a, a building to a city to a plane? I think I think that's what Angel has fallen. But how is. how are you going to do Jeremy, an Air Force One movie when Air things. Force One has already been made with Harrison Ford? Yeah, why don't you? Do, they should call it Atlas Has Fallen, and it's about the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it's Air Force One. Um, yeah, uh, nothing to say about it. But next, September 6th, we've got one of my most anticipated films of the year again, uh, It Chapter 2. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great cast lined up. Same uh, voices behind the original, uh, well, behind the part one. Yeah. Super stoked. Two thumbs up from Richard. Cannot wait. Can't wait to see a trailer for this. Because if it's anything like the first trailer for the first one, like to get, I, I did not care about that at all. And not a horror guy, but that first trailer, I was like, okay, this is real fucking good. Yeah. I loved the first trailer for it. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting because a lot of the charm of the first one is the, you know, kids in the summer of the eighties. Um, mm. so to see that, that, yeah, I'm really, I'm really intrigued by this. Nice. Uh, Jeremy, any thoughts? Oh, I didn't see the first one. All right. I, well, I probably would have gone but I'm sure it. you'll have a good lot to say about, uh, September 13th, we've got the Downton Abbey movie. Well, you know, who's going to want to go see this with me? <laughs> now <laughs> I <laughs> Yep. Yeah, so this is this is probably the only movie of the year. Oh no, so Dumbo and Downton Abbey, all D's. It's the year of the double D's, uh, and and that'll be the Vargo fuck household. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I am in no way looking forward to this, but I'm anticipating a it trip to the like movies. It feels like kind of thing you'd be into, though. What's that? Like if someone was like. Oh, you know your friend Jeremy, what's he like? Oh, I'd be like, fuck you. He's the kind of guy that's into Downton Abbey. Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're into much worse shows than Downton Abbey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be honoured that I think you're into Downton You should Downton be honoured that I think you have the taste of a 50-year-old woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Better that than the taste of a 14-year-old girl, which you have with reality shows. So <laughs> I, I would rather be known for liking Downton Abbey all than right, like all right, guys, whatever it is. Before this, this heats up too much. Fight me, Jeremy. Guys, let's talk about Spies in Disguise. That looks amazing. What, sorry? Spies in Disguise. I have <laughs> never, I've not heard about this. What is <laughs> it? you not explain what it's about? <laughs> the trailer, the trailer is such, it's an animated kids film, right? And the trailer is Will Smith and he's this cool spy. And the whole movie, the whole, the first like three quarters of the trailer is just how cool of a spy he is. But then, record scratch, he's been turned into a pigeon. <laughs> By Tom Holland. <laughs> So what? Yeah. Oh, sorry, got a trailer so, so early because it comes out in September. Sorry, guys. He's, you said spies in disguise? Yeah. I yeah, thought you said spiders in disguise. <laughs> it's just oh, like a whole animated fine. film. A whole animated film of all these spiders being like, oh, oh, oh. Um, That's not even as wacky as what the actual film's about. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually watch the trailer. Does it actually look good or is it like Boss Baby? No, it looks like B-movie Boss Baby bad. Oh, okay. Like, it's, it's hilarious. It's like, it's like someone through darts at a wall with things like plot points written of it and it was like one hit spy and the next one hit turns into a pigeon which is apparently <laughs> put on the, but it was on there next to like turns into a pig turns into you know like, like all these other it's things it's like the, the manatee pool with the balls yeah that's oh, from, from South Park yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it yeah. is it's the manatee pool where they get balls and one of them how says spies how, how they write family guy episodes mm. yeah yeah so October 4th, um, another film which is on my most anticipated list. It sounds like I've got a lot of these. I've got 10. I, I counted it out beforehand. I didn't even um, look. <laughs> so we've got um, Joker, Joaquin oh, yeah, Phoenix, man. directed by Todd Phillips. You um, said Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin. What? It's not Joaquin? No. All right. No, it's just Joaquin. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is um, if all like- I've spoken at length about the Logan trailer 
Um, but like that, um, that thirty second clip on Instagram of um, that they released of like the reveal of his makeup with um, the guess who's laughing in the background. That's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. It's not even a trailer. It's like a makeup test. But like in terms of teasing the film and putting fears to rest, that was a perfect teaser. I haven't seen it. It's just, it's literally just a 30 second clip on Todd Phillips' Instagram. If you search like Joker 2019 teaser, you'll see it, but you need the music. It's fine. Um, Yeah, I think I'm really looking forward to it. I would say it's not going to be... Like, when you hear they're making a solo Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, I don't think it's going to be what people are thinking. I think it's taking a lot of liberties with what it's going to be, and I have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I watched, um, I recently watched The King of Comedy, which this is said to be heavily influenced by. And so, The King of, if you haven't seen it, The King of Comedy, um, it's a Martin Scorsese film, stars Robert De Niro as a stand-up comedian who really wants to make it big. Um, and the way to make it big is you get on this talk show, basically Johnny Carson. Um, it's called Jerry, and it's hosted by Jerry Lewis, playing a character also called Jerry. And he, um, and, and you know, he, he eventually goes crazy trying to get on there, essentially. Yeah. And now this is about a clown who wants to make it big, and it stars Robert De Niro as a talk show host. <laughs> and so it's like I, I, having seen K of Comedy, and it was like a fantastic film. Yeah. I, cannot wait for this film yeah yeah, I, yeah. like yeah but like I, I almost hope they don't release another trailer or like or, or i hope they use that song because it, oh my god that that 30 that works mm. so perfectly for mm. me this will come out and those marvel fanboy cucks will be crying they'll be like <laughs> what are we gonna do yeah I, I like i just i think that everything about it is a good idea everything i read about it it becomes more of a good idea mm. and it yeah the only thing, the only thing that that would have you worried is Todd Phillips is like hit and miss. What's he bit. done? Ha- the, Hangover. the Hangover trilogy. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's one of those things that I can imagine him being like, "I've got such a good idea for this. I need to do it." Like same way, like Adam McKay doing something like The Big Short seemed like a crazy idea at the time, but he's like, "I'm so passionate about this story." Yeah. So if we have the same kind of thing, I can that could be pretty good. Um. So next October 11th, we've got enough bloody uh, live action remakes. Let's do a cartoon version of something. We've got an animated Adams Family movie. That I'm very intrigued by that. I've seen yeah. almost next to nothing about it. But yeah, it's, there is that's next a, to nothing about it. Right. There's, 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 a, there's, a, there's a picture of what the animation looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good way to make the Adams Family relevant again. Yeah, I think like, the Adams Family would work, like is going to work really well. Because um, mm. we've got, I mean, it's essentially Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I mean, I'm uh, almost a little disappointed, though, that it's not going to be a live action version with Oscar Isaac because he would be great in that role. Like, I'd love to see him made up. I'd love to see him made up as um, whatever. (laughs) What's his name? Gomez. Gomez, yeah. Gomez Adams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So the the cast is great. Um, So you've got Oscar Isaac as Gomez Adams. Uh, Charlize Theron as Morticia. Chloe Grace Moretz as Wednesday. And she was in Dark Shadows playing basically the same role, which is interesting. Uh, Finn Wolfhard as Pugsley. Uh, you got Nick Kroll as Uncle Fester. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so um, good. Bette Midler as Grandmama. Allison Janney as Margot Rich. Needler. Oh, okay. And you got Elsie Fishers in there as well as Margot's daughter. And yeah. Who's playing Thing? Haven't cast it yet, I guess. Probably just the oh. voice of the director. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't think Thing even speaks, does he? Oh, sorry. I was thinking Cousinette. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just yeah, to clarify, hand, I was yeah. talking about the hand. The hand. Yes, the I hand. was making a joke um, <laughs> because the character doesn't have a voice. Doesn't have a mouth. It'll be Andy Circus um, doing a hand performance. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Andy, the whole film's animated. We don't need you to do mocap. And he'll like, be like, I need my Oscar nomination. No, I like, deserve you it. You don't understand. The actor is everything. Please and let Jeremy me will be do like, this. He is. He's I'll be right. like, Andy Circus needs to get his due. Fuck the animator. <laughs> um, okay, Here's and- my son. Put my son in it, please. <laughs> uh, we've also got Zombieland 2, and that's T O. Is that coming out this year? Man, yeah. I've heard nothing about that. It's like finished filming. Um, well, if you've heard nothing about it, then you wouldn't know that um, Bill Murray's coming back as himself, but he's okay. bringing with him Dan Aykroyd to ruin the so film. they'll be both zombies, right? Surely. Presumably. Um, Dan Aykroyd's playing a fictionalized version of himself. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Look, that'd be I- good. Maybe he's not a fucking asshole in this. <laughs> like, if he's fictionalized. <laughs> I I I'm welcoming a Zombie Land sequel. I just think it's too late. They should have done this earlier. I yeah. for one welcome our Zombie Land sequel, Overlords. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah it, a Zombie Land sequel in 2012 would have been great. But. Yeah, the writers have returned, but Ruben Fleischer, or is he? No, he's returned for this, but not for. Yeah, I think Ruben Fleischer is doing this, but not Venom Two. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or vice versa. Who knows? Not me. Anyway, we were also getting an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie that day. Remember that no. show? That, is that Del Toro doing that? Or he, he was involved, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he's directing it. He's not directing I think he's producing it. Um, no, I think. I, I know nothing about Are You Afraid of the Dark. Jeremy, did you ever watch it? I feel like you would have watched it. I know. I remember I remember the logo like being that sort of, it was sort of, you know, uh, fuzz up, you know, or like, you know. What's the mm. term when, like, you in old sitcoms when they sort of go back in time, or they'd have like a dream thing, and sure, the, the logo the, the would do the same thing. thing. That's all I can remember of it. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. Whatever. I, I, what kind of movie is it going to be? Because the show is like a anthology, anthology kind, of thing, kind yeah. of thing. So is it going to be like the Twilight Zone movie and be like a series of? Is it going to be like Buster Scruggs, the fourth best film of twenty eighteen? <laughs> we may never Depends know. Who you ask. Um, yeah, so also that uh, just a week week later, we've got a film that I don't... It's not going to mean a lot to us, but I, I'm really looking forward to it, is the uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, which is the uh, Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers biopic. Oh, yeah, uh, Sure, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, I've heard such great things about Mr. Rogers. I, I never watched him. Well, I don't yeah. think we had him here. But apparently that Won't You Be My Neighbour, the um, documentary was like one of the best films of yeah. last year. Um but yeah, and Tom Hanks playing the character. I'm I'm excited is, for it, like, even though is, I don't really have any attachment to Mr. Rogers. Tom Hanks occupies pretty much the same place in people's hearts and minds and pop culture yeah. as Mr. Rogers did. And so he's just the perfect person to play Mr. Rogers. Um, yeah. And I think he's just, there's not too many movies that can generally be made about just good men. Mm. Um, who yeah, especially like, now that it's come out, what they've all been doing <laughs> in this spare time. Um, but I think, yeah, like I... I I think this movie will just be like a, a relaxing balm mm. or a tonic. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it'll just be a nice feel good movie. Mm. Like this could be this year's Christopher Robin. <laughs> could be. Yeah. Where everything's lined up to just be feel good. And like, you just have to do, have a, like a bunch of vignettes of like 
nice things and they'll fuck it you up. You have to you have to place the temp the characters over an already existing movie and then fuck it up. Yeah. Um all right. We're into November now, guys. We're almost Woo-hoo. there. Um Woo-hoo. there's a ter- Terminator six, untitled Terminator sequel Which Arnold reboot. Schwarzenegger is coming back for. Yeah, and uh what's her face Linda is Hamilton. coming back for the Yeah, Linda Hamilton. Linda yeah, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton's back. Yeah. James Cameron's producing it. Um, this this does look like they're trying to make something. They're intentionally trying to make something better that stands up to scrutiny. Yeah, because like three to six have been duds for the Transformers, for the Transformers Terminator series, and this one they're like, no, nah, the other ones aren't even canon. So yeah. clearly they're putting, and it's a good director as well. It's Tim Miller is directing. That's right. Is that yeah, right? yeah. Um, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, and so. I I'm not you know particularly attached to the Terminator series, but it does seem like that if you've watched chats with them, they've gone as far they've got they've said everything but we know the other Terminator movies are terrible and we're taking that on board when trying to make a good one. Um, so that's yeah. kind of interesting. But when they made six, they also knew that the that three to five were terrible, and they still oh, made yeah. six. This is yeah, six. this one will probably be terrible. Oh, sorry, is this se- not seven? This is seven. Oh, this yeah. Is, yeah, no, it's six. Oh, it will be six. You're right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 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 Salvation was four. Um, Genesis was five. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I've actually only seen half of the first Terminator. That's my only experience with the franchise. So. <laughs> Man, that's um, gonna be a fun film franchise fortnights for you. Yeah, it's, it's what I want to get. Look forward to because, Christian Bale. That's all I gotta mm, say. Yeah, mm, um, we always do. All right, same day we've got a new Charlie's Angels movie. Um, Which just blew my mind when I saw that. I was yeah, like, what? Directed by Elizabeth Banks, starring Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Belinska as your as the Angels. Um, and it also stars Patrick Stewart as Bosley, um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks as Bosley and, uh, Dijamon Honzo as Bosley. It is, you've got to be very intentional with how you make a Charlie's Angels movie in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the kind of whole concept of the series is stooped in some very troubling (laughs) Um, ideas about gender roles and i wonder if the like elizabeth banks is a really good choice for director for this i think which is a strange sentence to say because mm-hmm. i probably wouldn't say that about anything else <laughs> i think but i yeah i want i almost i wouldn't be surprised if like charlie was a woman or you know like just to make it more about crime fighting or secret agent badass woman oh yeah it's gonna be a badass woman kind of no, movie. But yeah the, the thing is the whole point of charlie's angels is that it's fun it's got to be so fun and like that's the thing is like the 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 model for what makes a charlie's angels film fun is like women being silly but serious and kick-ass and it's like hmm. doing that in a way and i think having elizabeth banks to direct it is a really great idea because i know aj i know your thoughts on pitch perfect but like she still managed to direct a film where the women, like in Pitch Perfect three, were able to be. Pitch like, I think she did. Did she do three? Yeah, just the third one. Yeah, yeah she just did the third oh. one because it was like the third one wasn't going to get made, and she's like, "I'll do it." Yeah, yeah, and and oh, okay. and they were, you know, she. I think. I mean, obviously, it was an established franchise and stuff like that, but they were silly, <laughs> unlike Charlie's Angels, which is no, 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 <laughs> like that's a reboot, right? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were the characters have to be able to be kind of like, because in, in Pitch Perfect 3, they're still stereotypes, but they're on their own terms, you know? Yeah. Mm. And so that's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's a fine it's line to walk and it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they do it. Yeah. No, I, I don't have a problem with the fact that Elizabeth Banks 
directed a pitch perfect movie like that makes sense to me that's kind of what i'm saying um but i do wonder is charlie's angels this will be like the third time since it was actually on tv that it's been rebooted because you had the two movies and then there was a tv show Mm. um in the early 2010s and i wonder if i don't know maybe there's no more there's no more fuel in the tank is what i'm thinking yeah i don't think it's beloved enough by anyone to mm. people get, get to for people to get excited yeah. about it but speaking of like fuel the tank you need fuel in the tank when oh, you no. want to go somewhere and you want to go fast someone else that likes going fast is um on november 8th we're getting a sonic the hedgehog movie oh boy jeremy have you seen any of the promotional material for this film no but i saw the actor who's involved who is it uh ben schwartz i know who else jim, jim carrey. carrey is playing robotnik there's another name Who's another name? Um, um, <laughs> uh, Michael. James Marsden. Yeah, James, James Marsden. Marsden. That's right. And I was just like, I was like, how can he be given a role where like he's the wrong guy who seems perfect, but right, is yeah, ultimately yeah. the wrong guy for he gets Sonic? Cheated on, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, no, look, look, Ben Schwartz is real good casting for Sonic. I'd even say Jim Carrey is real good casting for Robotnik. But they have released, I think, two official posters for this film. And there have been some leaked things that may or may not be real. And it looks terrifying. Yeah, wow. I've He's just pulled gonna- up the, um, <laughs> okay. the official poster. I think th- yeah, there's one official poster and nothing else was like officially released. No, there's two. There's there's the the one where he's in silhouette and the one of his legs over the San Francisco. That was bridge. never officially released. Sure, but it is an official. Yeah, that was an but official. It, it, they they yeah. didn't necessarily mean yeah. for that to get out. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it just looks creepy, basically. Yeah, he's he's real time. But uh, did you see the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter page? Basically said like we know like yeah, <laughs> okay, you're you're right. Uh, we'll try again next year. <laughs> like there was like a um, a photo of Sonic holding a sign, and it was like it's made it's made some comment about his legs, and it was like see you again next year. As in, like we got it wrong. Yeah, kind of just addressing the complaints, but because yeah, people just Sonic, think he, he looks- the, the Sonic Twitter are quite well known for um like not shying away from the hate and like kind of agreeing with people and making fun yeah. of people. What what was wrong with the poster people just think it looks creepy oh, no, his, his, his like legs, legs too is human oh yeah. right okay yeah um, can... let me see if i can find the other one for you yeah i mean will this break the video game curse <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean th- no one's waiting for a sonic the hedgehog movie you know like ah i don't i don't i don't say i don't say ah in thinking that we need one but i would definitely say there's a market for it yeah I don't. I don't think he remains beloved of enough people. Ah, you are you are in the wrong echo chambers. Really? <laughs> yeah, to- people love Sonic the Hedgehog, right, absolutely. Okay. Or at least they they strive for Sonic to be as good as as the as potential suggests he could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they posted a thing, but saying we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rich has just shown me the image, and it is indeed incredibly the, the creepy. One. Oh yeah, yeah. Like his legs seem too far apart. Well, and you you don't want to anthropomorphize Sonic the Hedgehog too much. Yeah, and also the 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 like Sonic's penis is a character in that poster. The, the, it's from it the built ar- as his penis. Yeah, maybe for you. It's built around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gotta go fast. 
Yeah, I, I I still am cautiously optimistic about this film. Ben Schwartz is yeah. such good casting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it'll just be a lot of people having fun. Um, all right, same day as that, we've got Kingsman, The Great Game. No. Okay, You're why gone not? off it. Why not? Oh, Golden Circle. Uh, is it Golden Circle? Yeah. Yeah. That was so annoying. Do you know about The Great Game? No. It's a, it's a prequel set in like... Um, the turn of the century starring Daniel Brühl, uh, Ray Fiennes, Charles Dance, Reese Iphons. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. It's a it's a real bold move for like in a good way. I'm not even using it in the sarcastic yeah. sense. And Matthew like Vaughan's a bold back. move for for, for the third the third part of a yeah. of a series. Like I did that. not I do not want that story to be continued. I did not like they burned me with flipping Elton John dresses a bird and all that it was just yeah. too much. It was way too much. Well, but man, I love you're th- not gonna like Rocket Man then, dude, because I'm pretty sure Elton John's in that. <laughs> no, no, no. Just just the tortured way. But, that yeah, they did you um, but apparently they, um, Taron Egerton didn't have time to um, study for Rocket Man because he was too busy filming um, Kingsman. So they just he just said, "Can we get Elton a role in it, at like a, a spot in it, and I can just learn from him there?" Yeah, that's not true. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, AJ! <laughs> I was, I was going to say, man, they spent a lot of time filming Rocket Man, then didn't they? Yeah. Well, you know, um, you got to prep. Uh, yeah. So. Okay, I, I withdraw my no. I mm. think setting it in an earlier time frame is a really good idea. Good cast as well. Yeah, and um, but I mean, and uh, it's focusing more on expanding Kingsman as a concept as opposed to the character. Yeah, and just but, don't go back to the bloody like whiskey distillery in America. That was so well, bad. They apparently they are working on like a statesman spinoff and, no. and 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 a third part to the Kingsman trilogy. Oh, but yuck. um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I am quite. I love the first Kingsman. Second one. I can admit it's not as good, but I had a good time. I, I didn't like the... I wonder if this one's going to do the hypersexualized kind of stuff. It, it would fit in way less in well, this it, world. It would be really strange to like have all of the pushback that they had from the first one and go for it the second time again to almost as, as a point and then to pull back from it in the third. It's just like, oh, no, we'd, we've done it now. Yeah, but then it also like it, it's, it makes sense to not have like a close-up of someone getting fingered. Um, in this one <laughs> I mean you would think it would make sense <laughs> yeah I disagree um, alright <laughs> November 22nd Frozen 2 it's taken a while isn't it yeah well I'm glad it's taken a while though because it means that they didn't just cash in straight away they actually did some other I mean to be honest like they've done cool stuff since then you know like yeah. Moana was amazing and I'm really glad that we got Moana before we got Frozen 2 yeah Moana's yeah. my favourite of the Tangled Frozen Moana trilogy. The new, the new Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> took- very intentionally trying to be new Renaissance, but yeah. it's working, man. It's working. Sure. Yeah. So it took six years, same amount of time as it took to get a Wreck It Ralph sequel, um, which is interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one, so I don't really care that much. But uh, I will use this opportunity to move on to my next, second to last of my um, most anticipated of the year. We've got Knives Out. You know about this one, AJ? So this is uh, um, it's a, a throwback to your classic, like, and then there were none kind of murder mystery movies, like Clue kind of thing. So Ryan Johnson's directing. It stars Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Lakeith Stanfield, Michael Shannon, Anna de Armas, Don Johnson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, uh, Catherine Langford, and Christopher Plummer. That sounds amazing. What the hell? Yes, make more movies like that. 
It's, yeah. it's really interesting because there's also, and I, I don't, I think we've gone past the date it was going to be released, but there's a Kenneth Branagh, another Kenneth Branagh, Hercule Poirot, Agatha Christie. Yeah, Death on the Nile. I don't think that's dated yet. Oh, okay. It was, it was, and it was in a 2019 oh. list that I saw. Um, so just interesting that, like, I mean, I don't think that um, Murder on the Orient Express was actually that successful. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that they're obviously sort of. There's more of them, more of that kind of film coming back now. Yeah, but with a name with a name like Knives Out, I feel like to me that implies it's going to be a bit more tongue in cheek than something like Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, but yeah. fuck, what a cast! Yeah, it's a described as a modern take on the whodunit murder mystery. Yeah. Um. So I Daniel Craig, I, I want playing- more of that genre. It's so good when it's done right. I mean, yeah. Murder on the Orient Express was nothing on the original. Yeah, um, it was um, kind of disappointing actually. Detective uh, Daniel Craig and Lakeith Stanfield are playing the detectives. But fuck, man, what a good cast. And also, like, having entirely A-listers yeah. is, like, anyone could have done it. Totally. Um, that's, that's what's so good about those, like, ensemble murder mysteries. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I'm really excited for this. And I'm more excited about this. Like, even though I wasn't a big fan of Last Jedi, I'm not just going to hate this movie because Ryan Johnson. I'm really <laughs> excited for this because I liked Looper. I liked Brick. Um, and yeah. so it's really exciting for me to for Ryan Johnson to do this kind of movie yeah. rather than continuing with someone thinking like Star Wars. Thank you. Um, mm. All right, December 13th, we've got Jumanji, the untitled Jumanji 3. Oh, man. This this oh. will be just at the, just below my most anticipated. Because yeah. you see, um, Jeremy, did you see Danny DeVito was yes. casting this? Fuck. Like, yes. without knowing who he's playing, that's perfect casting for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, so the, the only way to do... Uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle sequel in my mind anyway as to if you want to keep the same A-list stars is to have it be different kids playing the video game so essentially instead of The Rock playing Spencer he's playing a different kid altogether yeah. and because because what I so we last 2017's December when we did most disappointing films no none of us had seen Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle but we we're all like oh it looks really good yeah it I came went out to in it. that awkward period between we when we yeah, did yeah. disappointing and anticipated and I went and saw it a couple of days later I thought this was fantastic yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. I thought awesome. it was incredible and what I loved about it is that it's essentially a um an acting exercise it's a workshop yeah. it's an acting totally. workshop for the it's stars like a drama workshop for like third yeah, form yeah. drama yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like how can these these actors play um roles that they wouldn't be able to play in, in any context other than this, yeah. right? And the way I see it, the only way to keep that magic alive and not have a second one be derivative is to make it so that they're playing different characters mm. again. But then is it just going through the same story? Oh, you have to get the thing. But um my Maybe, my but, idea for a sequel yeah. for this is that you bring um The Rock, Karen Gillan Jack Black, whoever, into the real world. And so it's about video game characters having to adjust to the real world. Uh, all I want, all I want is that the casting of Danny DeVito is that Danny DeVito, like if you go by the original story, is like a janitor who ends up playing with the kids and Karen Gillum has to play the Danny DeVito <laughs> character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a fascinating way to go about it, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just going to be so disappointed when they inevitably show the same kid cast returning for this one mm. i just don't think that's the way to do well, it at all, i think so. it's i yeah i really liked the idea of jumanji the jumanji game having to change into a different form of game to get kids to play it and it's a mm. cartridge console game currently and i think it should change into like an app 
Right. Like it yeah, should yeah. have to change into like an online app or something like that to get people to play it. And so mm. I think that's the way to change because I think it should it should evolve every movie. I don't think yeah. it should remain the same. Yeah. And like the fact that we're being that we're taking this concept and being creative with us like ourselves with it, I think that speaks to what a what a like a, a slam dunk revitalizing the Jumanji IP totally. was, and, and how they did. But it's it's all in how they did it because yeah, for the sure. The fact that they took a board game and we were all like, "How do you make another movie about a board game?" And then it turned out it wasn't at all. Mm. It's just like that move was such a creative move that it then just makes the the series able to do almost anything, which is just awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, couple of big ones on December twentieth. I want to, I'll bring up this one first. So you've got. Um, Cats. Oh. So Tom they're Hooper, a who cats did... movie. Huh? I didn't know they're making a Cats movie. Yeah, they, um, Tom Hooper is directing this, who did Les Mis. Uh, cast includes Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, Ian McCallan, Idris Elba, Judy Dench, Rebel Wilson, Jason Derulo, and James Jason Corden. Jason Derulo! Oh! And James Corden. The, no! I, the decision, James Corden! The decision to cast Jason Derulo in Cats is almost as bad as the actual content of the musical Cats. Cats is real. AJ, do you know this? That, like, Cats is real shit? Cats no, is- No, idea. Th- like-, like, 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 Cats, like, despite being super popular, oh! is regarded as being, like, a real bad musical. So, okay, I'm sorry. You, you, we, we've, we're firmly into Jeremy territory here. Like, yeah. this is I know musicals. I hope everyone's and- left their breadcrumbs because there's no getting out of here without a guide. Oh, man, I just- Oh, okay, first of all, Cats, as, as Richard has said, Cats is terrible. Cats yeah. is such a bad... Okay, it's based <laughs> I'm, on I'm story. enjoying this thing I've just discovered, that Cats it's is It's based on a book yeah. of obscure poem. I mean, it's a, a very like hard-to-deal-with-poems by T.S. Eliot. There's no storyline at all. Even just people who songs. love this musical... They, you, you go like, well, what's the storyline? They're like, oh, I, I mean, there's, there's cats and they're, they're, they're in a trash heap and they're like, there's, the, there's a heavy side layer and they've got to choose one cat to go to the heavy side layer, but no one really knows what that is. And they, mm. they all kind of come forward and have their songs and they, they describe who they are and they sort of revel in who they are. And, and then, and then old Bartholomew comes out, old, old Deuteronomy comes out. And then, and you're just like, what? <laughs> and the experience of going to the, to the musical is actually more confusing than someone saying that. To yeah. Yeah. It is just so bad. The whole reason why it's popular is because of one song, and that song is Memory, yeah. um, because it was sung by Lane Page, and it became a massive pop hit on the radio in 1980s, which is basically in the 1980s, the 70s and 80s in the UK, musical, like songs from musicals regularly became number ones and like smash hits in the pop charts, um, which it just doesn't happen so anymore. Do you know, except who, the who sings um, Memory, the What's character? That? Do you know the character that sings Memory? Yeah, Grizabella. Grizabella? Yeah. That's uh, Jennifer Hudson. Just seen her. Yeah, I mean, that's obvious. She's got the best voice out of that whole cast. And to be honest, her singing Memory is going to be incredible because that song, hands down, is still an amazing song. Um, um, sorry, Jason Derulo is playing Rum Tum Tugger. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, that it sounds is like just... you've completely turned around on this movie. No, I'm not turned around. Like, that Rum Tum Tugger is like the most self-serving, self-indulgent, annoying Oh, I don't yeah. even know what Jason Derulo looks like. Like, what kind of person is he? I, like, Jason I, I know that that's as much as I know. So maybe. Yeah, exactly. Boy, in my head is a real good song. Yeah. So oh, yeah. anyway, they're all good songs. The, Trumpets. The, the weird thing about this one? musical in a year full of like uh, quote unquote live action remakes um, is that I I just don't. I mean, is there a trailer out for this yet? No. Like 
are they going to be animating them That's as my cats question. who are singing? Or are they going to be like people in the costumes just dancing around a set? It's got to be that, right? Well, like, if either way, it's going to be terrible. Well, because you look at Tom Hooper did Les Mis and there was like big sets and singing live. So presumably, yeah, I mean, because... La- yeah, for going is, from lamers yeah. to cats is like going from lamers to cats. Sorry, I couldn't think I just, of a better metaphor because that's the best one you could use. Like that's and the, the thing best is, comparison. Tom Hooper. Tom Hooper ruined lamers. Like he, his directorial decisions ruined lamers, and it was so annoying. Yeah, what because, do you mean? What do you mean? Or like just the people he cast, the decision to sing live. It just oh, I liked lamers. Yeah, same. No, you're wrong. Sorry, it's awful. It's awful. Hugh Jackman was awful. Let's go to. It was so bad. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Samantha Barks was great. Samantha Barks was the only. <laughs> she was the only musical theatre star in that yeah. whole movie, and it showed because she flipping wiped the floor with everyone. I think yeah, it's an um, Eddie Redmayne's real good, but yeah. I don't like his singing. Eddie Redmayne, his acting in Empty Chairs and Empty Tables was so good, yeah. but it was you know just whatever. Yeah. But famously, Marius is actually usually annoying in all yeah. of like the. He's played by Nick Jonas in one. Exactly. Run. Hey guys, exactly. do you want to know what Les Mis has on Rotten Tomatoes? What sixty nine? <laughs> 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 um, okay, are you done talking about cats? No, I just, I just, <laughs> oh, out of all, and the thing that really fucks me off about this movie is that we're still waiting on a wicked film, and like. Mm. A musical that is all about cats, where people either have to be dressed up as awkward 80s, like, make-up cats, or they have to animate actual cats singing and dancing, which is probably a worse idea, but it's <laughs> still somehow, in my mind, seems to be a better idea than, pe- than like, Jennifer Hudson being in makeup. Like, go and do Wicked. Wicked is really made to be an incredible story. It flows on from Wizard of Oz. People are into it. It's got better music. It's got a better, like just everything about it is better. Why are we waiting so long for a Wicked movie when no one wants a Cats movie and we're flipping getting one anyway? It's just Mm. dumb. And Tom Hooper can just... It's funny how there there are two movies coming out this year, which are musicals about cats that are kind of being touted as maybe live action, but kind of don't count as live action and maybe should be animated or shouldn't be animated. I honestly, I'm just, (laughs) the thing is. All right, can we stop talking about cats? No, I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting to find out how the cats are going to be rendered and I'm going to be disappointed either way. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The same day as cats. The good news is you don't have to go see cats that day. I'll have to go. I'm the musical guy. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> it's so annoying. I would recommend. <laughs> and all the people no, 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 in see- December, all of my friends will be like, oh, Jeremy, have you seen Cats? I just went and saw it. It's so good. Okay, well, I'm the musical guy in their life. All and my friends gonna are like going to be like, hey, it's December 20th. Do you want to go see the new Star Wars movie? Oh, Episode yes. 9? Yes. Um, so I, I, what do you guys reckon? What's your bets for how long before it's like outdated to be referring to this as Episode 9? Because I feel like it's got to be like a few weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're, 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 it'll be before the middle of the year. Before, before we get a title. Oh, right. Yeah, right. it'll be before mid-year, I reckon, that we'll get a title. It'll be like before the end of February, I reckon. Well, when's, when's, the, when's DisneyCon? Mm, you know, the, the, the D23. Massive, they'll definitely announce it at the Disney conference. No, like, they've announced the other, like, Force Awakens was announced in, like, over a year before last year, I was announced in January of but the last same year. Jedi was announced at DisneyCon. No, it wasn't. Was it not? No. Are you sure? It was yeah. announced via a trailer, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, it was just announced in January, uh, August twenty third. Right. So, okay. Uh, you, oh, they're, they're definitely not going to wait till then. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, what do you guys I think about it? I retract and apologize. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to episode nine because I like the Star Wars sequel trilogy and I'm excited to see where it goes next. I'm looking forward to episode nine because I didn't like The Last Jedi and I want it to mop up its mess and I can't wait to see how it's going to do it. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm like, I am cautious about the decision to have J.J. Abrams return as director. Yeah. Who directed... That's the thing I'm most excited about. Well, it's 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 interesting because I'm, I'm excited in the sense that I think he's a more competent director than Ryan Johnson... Um, and so I, I really like the story of The Last Jedi more than the direction. So it'll be cool to see the, the more competent director stick the landing of the story that I'm really enjoying. Um, yeah. that's, that's my hope for like the best case scenario. However, um, that the words course correction have been floating around the production of this film quite a lot. And it turned out they were referring to it in a financial sense, not in a narrative sense, which is good because if they backtrack on any of the bombs that the last Jedi dropped, I'm going to have a very hard time liking this movie. If Snoke turns out to be important and comes back or Ray's parents are important, I'm going to be very, I'm going to be, that's just bad storytelling. Like whether you, it's, whether you like where the last Jedi landed us or not, that's still the hand you're dealt. Like, I, it's it's just wasting my time if you go back and ch- change these plot twists. That if you retcon that, essentially, yeah. I mean, I, in my mind, J.J. Abrams coming back in the door to like start work on Episode Nine is literally that like gif of Troy from Community walking in with the pizza. Like, <laughs> just seeing everything, like, fucking on fire. And then being like, I left and it was fine. It was all going to plan. What did you do? He just made an, a more exciting movie than The Force Awakens. Sorry about that, Jeremy. Um, yeah, I, Are we finally I, having excited. this conversation? <laughs> well, no, I think this conversation's probably a year too late to be having. I don't think anyone anyone wants to have it. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about this. I just, I think I'm mainly excited about it because it's actually just the finish of the trilogy. And so it's after this, it's going to be really interesting to see what Disney does with Star Wars. Yeah. Um, also, I'll be really interested to see, I mean, is Kathleen Kennedy still hanging around? Oh, yeah. yeah. She got yeah. promoted. Because <laughs> she, it was, it was like rumors that she was going to be out. Yeah, and then it turned after- out she was promoted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just think I'm, I don't have, it's funny, I don't actually have high hopes for the whole storyline of the sequel trilogy. It's, um, that's funny because I don't either, but they're from polar opposite directions from each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> like we're both setting ourselves up for disappointment <laughs> from completely different directions. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? Which that's means so that this movie can only but impress us. Yeah, <laughs> potentially, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so two ticks. What? For that. Two ticks for that. Are we waiting for your third tick of anticipation? Yeah, no, I'm anticipating it. I'm excited that JJ's back because I I, I want like a crowd pleasing. So am I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you've got like, it'd be stupid to say you're not anticipating it, right? Because it's like, it's it's not on my top 10 most anticipated movies because there's other ones that I'm more interested to see how they turn out. It's like Star Wars, you've got me on the hook, I'll go see it. Yeah, Yeah, it's movie movie history. So you've got got to anticipate it. Same same as Endgame. Like, yeah, I agree with you, AJ. Well, I'm more actively anticipating Endgame, but um, I'm sure by once trailers and titles come out, I'll be 
fully on board. But yeah, I agree with you that uh, about reversing story decisions. I wouldn't mind too much if we get a raise. Parents were important. Yes, because um, that's not settled yet. I don't because think. that's not set in stone for me. And even Snoke not being important. Like if he comes back, that's stupid. But um, if he's revealed to be important, because he was never not revealed to be important. But like Ray's parents, we've just taken the bad guy's word for it at the moment. So exactly, and how? Does I mean, he we know? did with Luke, um, with Darth Vader being Luke's father as well. So, yeah. um, all right, December twenty fifth, uh, which you guys might recognise as being Christmas Day. We've got three movies coming out. Um, we've got uh, Greta Gerwig's Little Woman uh, adaptation. It'll of the book. be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it stars uh, Sir Sharonan. Um, Emma Watson, Timothy Chalamet, Laura Dern, Meryl Streep, Chris Cooper, and Bob Odenkirk. It's an amazing cast. Wow, that's yeah. like a cast of like actors I really like specifically. Just you know, yeah. like it's like it's like someone looked at my little diary of actors I really like and well, and also yeah. actors you like specifically for this kind of film yeah, as yeah, well. Totally. Like it's it's like they are the kinds of people you want to be doing this sort of thing. Mm, totally. And the thing the thing that's interesting about Little Women is that the the adaptation, the film adaptation they did in the in the nineties was so beloved. Like everyone was like, they got it right. Like, right, and it was also all like the the female actors of the moment were all in that film. Right, um, and so it's almost it's a bit of a thing of like it's kind of like a star is born. Like you know, do every generation gets to have a turn at like doing a Little Woman film? And I'm interested if that's going to be what this turns into. I yeah. know nothing about Little Woman. Yeah, same, and please don't tell us, Jeremy. <laughs> no, like, it, it, um, it's, it's just, it's a very classic story. Like, it's yeah. a book. Yeah, um, yeah, I actually feel like I've read it or it, read some of it's it, like, classic, years It's ago. classic literature, and yeah. it's what, what, what you may have read is that usually in, like, you know how you get those, like, childhood anthologies where there's, like, a small segment of a larger book that's, like, a, just mm. a story, yeah, and like so you, you can get sort of almost like a taster of all these different stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Little Woman would have been in many of those. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful story. It's really cool because it's like, you know, um, Louisa May Alcott and female writers in, in the romance period of, um, in the like 17, 1800s, uh, there were lots of female writers t- like writing female-driven stories. Um, and so it's actually really cool that, you know, this is not a story that is modern, mm. but it's all about women. Um, it's all about the, you know, yeah, anyway. this is the um, eighth adaptation of it. Wow. wow. Yeah. Even more than A um, Star is Born. <laughs> it's twice as many. Um, so also on December 25th, we've got a film called Superintelligence. Um, so this is being directed by Ben Falcone, who's Melissa McCarthy's husband. Um, it stars Melissa McCarthy. Here's the, the, the logline for it. Um, and this, no one's going to be anticipating it. I just wanted to tell you guys about this. So nothing extraordinary ever happens to Carol Peters, played by Melissa McCarthy, um, until she starts getting back sass from her microwave um, and all her other electrical appliances. So it stars Melissa McCarthy and James Corden as the voice of superintelligence. It really is getting to the point where Melissa McCarthy is earning that medal of being the next actor who's now got a genre named after them. You know, like mm. Liam Neeson did it, Nicolas Cage did it for a while. <laughs> now it's like we're getting Melissa McCarthy movies and like movies like Happy Time Murders are being like shoved into that genre yeah. even though they shouldn't be i mean yeah it, i mean it, i think hollywood should welcome the return of mccarthyism you know? 
Um, <laughs> oh man, I was uh, not prepared for that joke. Yes, um, yes. Thank but you, yeah, AJ. I got exactly what I wanted out of that. James Corden has this like annoying voice. Yeah, that- yeah, great. But like calling <laughs> calling anything that James Corden does super intelligence. I'm sorry, that's got to yeah. be ironic. Um, but. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna be this year's Holmes Holmes and Watson Christmas release. That's just okay, fucking terrible. I've never in my life heard a like a, a a big budget Hollywood film synopsis. I mean, I'm it's probably not big budget, but like a, a Hollywood film synopsis that sounds so much like a Balder. Have you ever played Balderdash? Mm, and you sure, get like yeah. those crazy film synopses, yeah, yeah. and it's just like that movie sounds ridiculous. How on what 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 on earth happens in that? Yeah. Well, on the on the most disappointed episode we just did, Richard, you talked about how um, Walk Hard should have killed the musical biopic because it made fun of it so succinctly, and mm. in the same way, like. Things like, have you ever seen the that clip from from like old school South Park, like early two thousand South Park, where it's like Rob Schneider is the carrot, and it's a Rob Schneider mm. movie about the carrot, or Rob Schneider mm. is the stapler, and it's real like like yeah, yeah. the amount of movies that have come out since that episode that have that could be a South Park joke plot is mm. just sad, and this is one of them where it's like James Corden is the microwave, and it's like, oh great. <laughs> Great. Um, like, just get a I clue, like, man. I feel like the rest of M- Melissa McCarthy's movies should have been the thing that disqualified this movie from being made. But yeah, well, I like, yeah. I don't even dis. I wouldn't even say I dislike Melissa McCarthy. Oh, Melissa McCarthy's great. It's I, weird. I, I really want to see Can You Ever Forgive Me? And I, I'm just waiting for a screen that lines up with my availability. But I like, I, I, I that's still one of my most anticipated of this year, <laughs> even that came out last year. Um, but yeah, super intelligence, not, not, think it's gonna be good um yeah um although i will say ben falcone had the funniest line in um the happy time murders like the one time i laughed out loud so she's like quitting the police force in like a massive home she's like oh fuck you you're a fucking bitch and she's like oh what's like just swearing at everyone and then as she leaves she says to someone off screen like oh i should have fucked you and it's her husband he turns around he's like what there's still time (laughs) (laughs) um i'll be interested to see between um super intelligence and spies in disguise which will be the movie that i could have told you would be bad before just from reading the print you know what i mean like what will be (laughs) the worst one out of those two absurd ideas for movies so Um, you're saying you're anticipating it i am now (laughs) um okay so we're almost there um last film which has like an official release date december 25th uh call of the wild i don't know a lot about this film um but it's a live action cgi animated film um uh, is oh. what it's being called it stars harrison ford and dan stevens what um oh man i went yeah, from being so- like no thank you to Oh, give me a yes, bit, of, bit of Dan Stevens. I was Stevens, on a real high you. and a low there, and you said Harrison Ford, and then you said Dan Stevens, and I was like, oh, okay, no. What's wrong with Dan right. Stevens? <laughs> what? What's wrong with Dan Stevens? Oh, it's just okay. Him in Beauty and the Beast was so awful. Oh, uh, no, don't even, don't even talk. Go watch Legion. Jeremy is the main <laughs> okay, character in Legion, yeah. and he's Dan Stevens fantastic in Legion. Yeah, yeah. all right. For sure. Right. Well, like, maybe I'll I'm, have to make a retraction the next Jeremy, time. Jeremy, I'm not mad. This. I'm not mad. I'm just saying, like, you haven't seen him at his best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just saying you're misinformed. Yeah, but that's it. it was, you're just misinformed, and that's fine. Yeah. It was interesting, like, um, when in the during the Golden Globes, they said, like, Harrison Ford came out, like, from the upcoming Carl of the Wild. And so it is happening. Well, <laughs> um, there you go. But, yeah, the it was Golden funny. The Golden Globes said it was they so. They had... Um, <laughs> 
they had uh, Jeff Bridges came out and did his like uh, lifetime achievement award and just like talked for ages of just being real cool laid back to it and then Harrison Ford comes out he's like hey, nobody told me I had to follow Jeff Bridges and it's like getting like the coolest laid back um, like dude in Hollywood yeah and then follow him with like the grumpiest man in <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> um, and then Jack Nicholson comes out after him yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, then James Corden's next and everyone's like yeah <laughs> um, okay so we're now at the um, so there's a couple two undated films Ooh. one is called Guns Akimbo which might be my favourite title of the year um, Guns, which is Guns Akimbo yeah Guns Akimbo which means like ready um, okay and like no, so if you're gun- Akimbo if you- means kind of pointing every which way right yeah, yeah. Um, but so Danny Radcliffe wakes up with guns stuck to his hands oh no it's the, <laughs> oh, the, the, the one that was filmed in Auckland yeah there's, yeah. A, there's a picture that's been released of him and he's wearing big funny slippers yeah yeah this will be the second daniel radcliffe movie where he wakes up with something attached to him that shouldn't be there because <laughs> he was in horns where yeah. he woke up with horns on his head yeah um and then it turns out to be like a stuck on stuck on you after sleeping trilogy <laughs> yeah yeah now that's that's cool i'm i'm liking everything i know about that movie at yeah. the moment oh so there's actually shot like in Auckland. Yeah, which oh, is literally what I just said. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just didn't realise. Down Danny Rickles starts filming in Auckland for comedy Guns Akimbo. Jeremy, what you literally just said was it's the start of a waking up with something stuck attached to you. <laughs> no, before that, I said, um, yeah, it was shot in Auckland. Yeah, but that's and not also, literally what you just said. Oh, also, um, keeping with the New Zealand theme, uh, Jojo Rabbit is supposed to come out this year. Taika Waititi's new uh, film where oh, he plays yes. Hitler. Hitler one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. So he was playing Hitler. Um, he's playing a, a little boy who during World War II's imaginary friend um, who's Hitler. Yeah. Um, I will never bet against Taika Waititi. No. Yeah, I'll never bet against Hitler. Sick <laughs> like Kyle. Um, <laughs> it's like fucking Isle. Oh, shit, man. Um, I'm not prepared for that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we got I'm, Maca- I'm out. McCarthyism and Nazism all within the space of yeah. like um, 10 minutes. Yeah, okay. So that's... Um, that's our theatrical releases that have dates or don't have dates. But there is a few undated films on Netflix that I want to bring to your attention. Um, so, a film which I'm sure the three of us will be talking about uh, next year, this year. We've got Christmas in the Wild, which is oh, Netflix no. Christmas film yes, starring Rob Netflix Lowe and Christmas Kristen films. Davis. Do we bring back that for a second year, though? That's the well, question. Well, we have to, because oh. they're going to fucking just keep releasing more and more. And I think it's it's going to become one of my favourite seasonal traditions with you guys. <laughs> it's going to bring a warmth to my heart and a twinkle to my eye. Um, and then... Okay, I can't wait got- to disagree with you about Christmas films again. <laughs> but, like, but we still all agree, baseline, we didn't like any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. When you're arguing about which of these three out of ten movies you'd place higher than we, the other. We fight, yeah. like, more vigorously about anything about the order. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's a film called Murder Mystery, which seems like it's going to be another um, classic. A murder Mystery. Um, but this one stars Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, Luke Evans, and David Williams. Hard pass. That'll be okay. the bad one of the two, won't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Six Underground, Michael Bay's new film, going straight to Netflix. So this is written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who did... Um, uh, the first Deadpool, or both Deadpools, I think, and um, they did Zombieland. If that does not have the Sneaker Pimp song as the theme song, it's just going to be an absolute waste of opportunity. Um, and also, just so this also stars Ryan Reynolds, Melanie Laurent, and Dave Franco. Oh, well, then I'm definitely going to see it. It's got yeah. Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, 
one of my most anticipated of the year. Um, it was on my list last year as well. Uh, the Irishman, Martin Scorsese's new film. Yeah. Um, so this has got heavy de-aging. It's got a massive budget because of having to de-age. Joe Pesci's come out of retirement to do it. He managed to convince him to do it. It is crazy the number of those actors for whom it's their first time working with Scorsese. And yeah, you're just Al Pacino's like, never worked with Scorsese. Like, oh, but no, you've, your whole career was working with Scorsese. And yeah. it's just like, oh, no, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, but um, the one thing I would say about this movie, so it's based on a, it's based on a true story, but it's, it's an adaptation of a book, and the book is called I Heard You Paint Houses. <laughs> um, which is what, like, the first words of whether one of the like mafia guys said to the other one, and painting houses is like a codename for like doing hits, like spraying it, them with bullets. Yeah, that's such a good title. It I heard is. You paint yeah. houses. Why it would is. you not? It's more. It's more of a book title than a movie title, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, one film I didn't mention as well. Sam Mendes has a new film coming out on Christmas Day as well. Nineteen Seventeen. There's not really anything known about it. I'm just disappointed that we're not getting the next Bond movie this year. I had hoped. Let's save that for next year's most anticipated. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like the end of the most anticipated is what we're really anticipating yeah. for the year after that. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for the Irishman. Hopefully, it actually comes out. They might. It might be an end of the year um, awards thing. Okay, last ones. Um, the King, which is an adaptation of a few of Shakespeare's like history plays, stars Timothy Chalamet, Joel Edgerton, Robert Pattinson, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, and Sean Harris. Oh, that. So, the 2019 is the year of good ensemble casts, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's been so many that I'm like, oh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing those actors work together. I'm assuming that it's not going to be using original text. Well, yeah, I mean, it'll just be based on the storylines because none of those actors are like Shakespearean actors. Like, they could well, you be. say that, but like every every actors has to train in Shakespeare. Well, no, they don't. Melissa McCarthy didn't. Um, Okay. Two One, uh, there's a film called The Last Thing He Wanted, which is um, Anne Hathaway, Willem Dafoe, Ben Affleck, and Toby Jones in a film about the 1984 presidential election. Um, And it's about like a journalist. Anne Hathaway plays like a journalist whose dad died. But I I wrote that down because I thought you might like the title, The Last Thing You Wanted. I do. It's very good. It tells tells you what the motivation of the main character is too yeah um by the 1984 uh, presidential election i think was like one by reagan yeah it was 48 red states to two blue it was like the biggest landslide in. Yeah. really yeah wow. um and finally ending the podcast we've got the laundromat which is steven soderbergh's panama papers film and just because i know you love um casts We've got um, Meryl Streep, Gary Oldman, Antonio Banderas, Will Forte, David Schwimmer, Jeffrey Wright, Chris Parnell, and uh, Melissa Roach. That's so interesting. Such a random grouping of people, but all like, I'm excited to see that grouping. Yeah. Yeah, Also, it's just, it's Soderbergh who like, is this his last movie? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and so it's about the Panama Papers, which will be really interesting as well. Yeah. Because that's, that's the one that all the celebrities that um, were found out to have their um, taxes offshore. Emma Watson was one of them. Yeah. Um, there's also two movies coming out this year. They might already be out or are coming out soon. Um, they both star Mads Mikkelsen, and one is called Arctic and one is called Polar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if they're both set near the Arctic Circle, it would make sense to have like a, a, a Scandinavian mm. actor um, playing them. No. Arctic is like a survival story and Polar is like a John Wick genre movie. Yeah. <laughs> Set on the Polar Express. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, Arctic came out as a 2018 film. Ah, oh, was it? Okay. 
Um, yeah. All right. Well, we've made it just under three hours. That our, is, is this our longest one? I think this might be our longest. Our most anticipated films of 2019 podcast. I've been Richard Martin. Wait, what? What do you guys have a single most anticipated one? Avengers Endgame. Uh, Jeremy. Oh, oh, all Cats. I can think of is Hobbs and Shaw, and it's not that. <laughs> okay, but, Hobbs and Shaw ah! for Jeremy. AJ. I'm gonna go Joker. I think that's the one I'm most invested in. Yeah, I, I've got um, Avengers Endgame is like my duh, but then um, other than that, I would say um um the untitled danny boy or richard curtis film oh i forgot about that one yeah i want to do that one instead All i'm gonna the, say like, i'll I'm take gonna say once i'm gonna say once upon a time in hollywood yeah that's nice. the thing i'll take like not to be a filmy guy yeah <laughs> i'll take like these passion projects over blockbusters any day of the week yeah like, totally because yeah. the thing is you don't know like you yeah, don't yeah. like like all these blockbusters are at least going to be safe yeah yeah you know they're at least going to like fill in the numbers with the right colors you know like mm. and, and whereas there's so, there's actually so this is what i said at the beginning of the podcast there's so many movies to get excited about this year because yeah. you just go like for very different and, reasons too like it, like the cast, the director, the storyline, like yeah. it's all exciting and there's so many original properties coming out that like that aren't sequels. You know, it's actually yeah, a, a very exciting out as well. very exciting movie uh, year for film. Mm. All right. Cool, cool. Well, all right. That's it. We did it, boys. Now, no more 3-hour podcast. We've got a live podcast coming at you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, fuck knows I don't know it's coming the week after that I don't think we've planned anything <laughs> so we will figure that out and we'll see you there because we've already <laughs> recorded the high, the live one so. alright see you later everybody right, bye. bye guys bye alright here's the outro I hope you guys enjoyed our monolith of a podcast on the most anticipated films of 2019 hey drop a comment below and tell us what's your most anticipated film of 2019 we'd love to know and are there any that we left out that you're like what the hell that's the best one that's clearly the best one why would you leave that out um anyway if you like this podcast then please consider subscribing to us on youtube liking us on facebook uh finding us on instagram twitter soundcloud itunes all those places uh you can support us and tell your friends about us and all that kind of stuff um we also have a patreon as as we mentioned at the start of every episode um yeah and if also if you want to email us you can do so at coldpoptionmedia at gmail.com but other than that hey happy new year everybody i feel like we've officially um blasted our way into 2019 with over what nearly how long would it be eight hours of content man what a what an what's the opposite of a waste of time because that's what this was anyway i hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you with film franchise fortnights next week it's back baby and we're going to be covering the high school musical series um and that was actually a live episode we did our first ever live episode so please tune in for that next week until next time i'm aj and i'll see you next time yeah Thank you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.